0: That's one small step for man, one
1: fire Just two regular guys but better known as Lost in Comics Feeding the addiction to all you comic olics from creator skits man- covered for the journey, so sit back, relax, get lost with us, and take this journey to the max, we lost in comics, baby, that's the L into the C, got it covered everything from A to Z, we lost in comics, baby.
2: It's Lost in Comics, baby. What is up? This is Chris, and welcome to Lost in Comics, issue number seventy-one. Man, can you believe that, guys? Unfortunately, Oscar is not with me this evening. Again, unfortunately, but uh, he is with us in spirits. I have plenty of notes to share with you about uh, some things that he wanted to relay to you guys. But uh, but it is going to be me, and I will have a I will have my friend here in just a moment. Join me. But uh, before we get started, guys, you know what to do already. Hit the like button right now. Although, you know, if you want to hit it like in 10 minutes from now, that's fine also. But just it's just important that you hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. If you're a visitor here on the channel for the first time, you're watching this on the replay. But it's important that you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any content that comes out from Lost in Comics. We've been having a lot of content lately. We're really trying to Trying kind of hit it hard, man. I feel like we, we owe it to you guys, man. We hit the 1k mark and, uh, we, we owe it to give you guys the best comic content possible. So we got to keep, we got to do that for you guys. Anyway, you can also hear us on podcast, uh, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google music, anywhere you get your, your podcast, anyone listening to us on the podcast right now, and you cannot see us. Always keep in mind that we are a live show on YouTube. So you're going to hear us talking to people here in the Lost in Comics family. We're talking to the chat. Uh, you just need to get over here on YouTube, guys, so that way you can be involved in the chat. And uh, you don't think we're crazy when we're talking to people like uh, Comic Guy Steve and Adam Janice and Grabs Granite. And you don't know what the heck we're talking about. We're talking to actual people here, guys. All right, man, well, we have a packed packed show for you today guys and it is thursday nights. no matter what you're doing no matter who's here it is our objective to get you lost in comics this evening we have some comic book news we have comic showcase we're gonna get lost in the toy aisle we have some new comic book days uh picks of the week we got uh our disappointment of the week including i think oscar put his disappointment in here really excited about that and uh and at the end of the show i really want to get some stuff uh from you guys in the chat, um, we have a lot of comments from Twitter, and the discussion that's going to be had is: Where's your f- favorite place to read comics? I'm excited. Uh, there are some very interesting comics on uh, comments on Twitter and Instagram, which I cannot wait to share with you guys. And I have some fun answers myself, uh, and I'm sure uh, I'm sure our guest here has a has some fun answers for you also. Uh, before we get too far into it. I want to thank our sponsor for issue number seventy-one of Lost in Comics. If you are a fan of custom toy figures, you know what I'm talking about. We're talking about Lewis, the Shadow Rabbit guy. He is—he uh, makes custom clay figures, like the one back here, my Batman. We've talked about it before. Um, he, he does awesome work. He makes them one of a kind. They're hand sculpted, and you can uh, get a hold of him on Instagram at Shadow Rabbit underscore Clay underscore Guy. You need to message him and let him know that Lost in Comics sent you. That way you can uh, not only get a great price, but you can also get entered in an end of the year giveaway. He's going to give away one free Clay figure to somebody that used the Lost in Comics uh, recommendation. I guess that's what you'd call it. But uh, there you have it, guys. So bef- without further ado, I have a comic aficionado who is my guest tonight. He is a uh, a master of the comic world. He is a blast from the past, uh, none other than my good friend, Mr. David.
1: <laughs> What's happening, sir? How you doing, man?
2: I'm doing well, sir. You like that comic aficionado?
1: Yeah, I- I was, I was, I'm still more, I-, I guess, focusing on the past, blast from the past. I don't know how uh comic aficionado i am but i I do my best i try man i try to keep up with you guys you you definitely read more than i do i know that we've talked about that
2: blood pressure david that's what adam's (laughs) (laughs) calling before we uh pass out uh, no man before we get too far i just want to say hi to everybody in the chat right now we got all the regulars Mm -hmm. in the house we got adam janice What's going on, Adam? We got Grabs, who is—he uh, must have had his dinner already. He's been a regular ever since we moved the, the show. Uh, we got Hainer in the house. Hainer has entered the building. Uh, DC Dude, who is always watching the show on the replay. Uh, he had the fluffy chair comments that was on Twitter. We'll see if it makes it into the show this evening. Of course, we got Comic Guy Steve, another regular. Mason, Comics and Crosses. What is going on, dude? So glad you could join us. We got Rami in the house. What's going on? Glad you could... Uh, Join us while you're folding laundry. That's what I'm talking about. Sam King, what's going on, dude? I saw, I saw, I know Alina was in here. She said, uh, right here, Alina has arrived. I'm so glad you're here with us, Alina, on this beautiful Thursday evening. How else do we got anybody else here? Mars Comics, what is going on, Mars? Glad you could join us this evening. And. Got some static coming through do you hear these see these comments do you hear it, david why aren't you telling me yeah.
1: David? well i was waiting because you were on a roll and i didn't want to throw you off but yeah you got some static going on but why i i was gonna say you're gonna work on that second or
2: i am you ready, well, Get yeah. ready. talk for like
1: well while you're working quick. on that i just wanted to do my two cents on you guys in the chat man i've been telling chris how much i've enjoyed the last the last two weeks since i've been in the audience hanging with you guys uh, it's been awesome, man. You guys, I, I, can't tell you how many times I'm sitting here just cracking up on some of the things you guys say. And I try and keep up with you guys. But like I said before, man, I'm barely literate, man. I have trouble just spelling out the words and keeping up with you guys. So by the time I even get it to the, into the sentence, you guys have moved on. So I try and keep up. And, uh, I've been telling Chris how much, uh, fun it is just listening to you guys. It, it's hilarious. It I just, it's like a whole other show over here. It's awesome, man. You guys are great.
2: Are you? Can you? You still hear that static? Uh,
1: not not the last time, man. You sounded pretty good.
2: Yeah. Can you? Can you guys in the chat confirm for me or not? Do you hear the static? I need to know right now, quick. What are you? Know, oh, where y'all left? <laughs> David, w- when I left right now, you were talking, and why? Why are you tearing up, man? Am I tearing up? Are you tearing up? Where were you talking? Is an emotional oh. talk
1: you're having with the chat or what? Yeah, just you know, just you know, a little one on one, getting all the sentimental. It
2: was great. David was telling me the last couple of weeks he's been on the uh, he's been in the chat and he's had such a great time interacting <laughs> with you guys, but he has a hard time keeping up. You know, um, is that what you're talking about? Exactly. Yeah. I'm like yeah. Dude, I'm
1: barely literate, man. I can't I can't spell quick enough to get the words out, and by the time I do, they've moved on. And I I just enjoy listening and cracking up. And there's they, some good ones out there. It's hilarious.
2: It's a great chat, man. It is one of the best, and uh, it's only a matter of time before it it catches on, man, and everybody starts getting involved in this chat. But uh, all right, man, you guys are here for comics. So let's talk about comics, and let's start off with some comic news. All right, we got some comic news here, David. First off, DC announced yesterday, April 21st, their plans for the upcoming future of Superman. On July 13th, Superman, son of Cal-El, will debut to replace the current Superman monthly title. This new title will be written by none other than the great Tom Taylor with art by John Timms. The new ongoing monthly series will feature Jonathan Kent protecting the earth as the new man of steel. What are your thoughts on this?
1: Uh, and I'm looking forward to checking it out. We'll see. I'll see what happened, man. I, I don't know. I don't really watch the, the the one that's coming out now, so I don't know. What guess, do you think?
2: I guess I have uh I have mixed feelings about it because yeah. they're going to they're gonna stop the Superman ongoing title, which has been running forever, right? Um and the other part about it is that Oh, I was Tom... on the
1: wrong stuff, man. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh <laughs> see. Messing
2: it up already, man. You had a little too much to drink, David. Yeah, like Calm the nerves, <laughs> man. <laughs> but um, Philip Kennedy Johnson on Superman right now and Action Comics has just been doing an incredible job. I love what he's been doing with Superman. Um, now, what I think about this, and this has not been confirmed, but I take it from, we talked to Philip Kennedy Johnson, I think it was early January when we had him on the show, and he kind of indicated that this whole... Um, worlds of war thing, the war world that he had created in super in uh, future state superman future state uh, right. was it was going to be something long term so i think that these things were in the works already and i had also uh, seen in the solicitations early on that they didn't have a whole lot of issues for superman and uh, the ongoing title they were not advertising those issues in the preview books or in the solicitations so i think this has been in the works for a while they didn't want to announce it. Because obviously it's a big name. Tom Taylor is going to be on the Superman book. It's going to replace um, replace the ongoing Superman title. But Jonathan Kent is going to be the new Superman, basically. And we saw this coming again by the events in uh, the Future State uh, Superman book. But it is it's been confirmed now. Tom Taylor's on the book. It's going to be Jonathan Kent protecting the Earth as the new Man of Steel. But it's worth noting in other Superman news. Uh, that uh, see then then uh, Grant Morrison is also going to be returning to the Man of Steel in a new four issue series called Superman and the Authority. So and this is a quote here. It says, "If Superman is free to uh, if Superman is to free the prisoners of War Worlds, he's going to need help. The kind of help that doesn't scream Justice League, and that was DC's description of this new title. And again, I, I refer back to when uh, PKJ was on the show with us." And he said that the world world was going to be around for a long time. So I think this was something that was in the works. And now you got two big names on on these Superman books. Tom Taylor, Grant Morrison doing a four issue run. Um, So, again, I have mixed feelings about it. Uh, PKJ will still be on the Action Comics title, which I am very, very happy about because he's not he's not leaving uh, Superman completely. But I do think that this was uh, in the works for a while. And there you have it
1: yeah nice man i know you've talked very highly of that series i haven't followed uh, any of the future state but it, it sounds like it's pretty good
2: i mean i guess i'd be pissed off if it was somebody else but tom taylor on there is uh it's very that's gonna definitely satisfy my comic juices so uh <laughs> next up man next part of the news here this is right here in texas McAllen, texas a school administrator for edinburgh consolidated isd was arrested and charged with theft. Juan Martinez Jr. was arrested by McAllen police on Friday, April 16th. He was charged with one count of theft of property between $100 to $750 public record show. Why does this matter to us? We are a comic book show. Why are we talking about theft? Let me tell you why. The theft took place at the Kaboom comic store and the item that that was stolen has been returned back the item was an Amazing Spider-Man issue number 252. If you guys know what that is, I'll tell you right now, but I'm just curious if anybody in the chat will know what it is right away. Uh, amazing Spider-Man issue number 252. Am I count to 10? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8,
0: 9, 10. Nothing. Nobody knows. Nope. No,
2: no, no. He's... All right. Amazing Spider-Man 252 is the first appearance of the Black Spider-Man suit, and the comic shop was elated to have that back mm-hmm. on the shelf. There you go, Steve. Steve, better know man. He's the he's the the Spider-Man guy around here. Isn't so is that, that crazy?
1: The, so? Is that the first appearance of the suit, uh, like in his own title yeah. or cover? Since I thought it was the Secret Wars, or no?
2: Well, that's the debate, David. That is uh, the debate. Oh, um, that's right. This one is the more pricey of the two uh, issues. The Amazing Spider-Man 252 is now being acknowledged as the first appearance of the black Spider-Man suit in the comic, first full appearance. uh, And the Secret Wars 8 is the uh, first cameo of the black suit. Uh, Oh,
1: the The cameos. I I never get uh, that. Like If if it's there, it's there. It's the first appearance. That's what I I I say. Yeah. I don't like the whole cameo thing.
2: I don't like it either. I think Secret Wars 8 is the official uh, one because I have it right up there. So I'm going to go with it. (laughs) Nice.
1: (laughs) My mind's somewhere. I don't know.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you got yours. You got the whole set. Secret Wars, the whole set, man. But uh, yeah, that happened in Texas, guys. So don't go stealing from comic stores. You will get arrested um, and you will have to give that comic back. Wow. Yeah. Just a reminder for everybody, tomorrow is the release of the new Mortal Kombat movie, which will be premiering at theaters all around the country and HBO Max. What Are you, are you a Mortal Kombat fan, David?
1: Yeah, I enjoy it. They're, they're decent movies. Um, yeah, first one was cool. I like the music. The first one has a great soundtrack. I remember that.
0: Mortal yeah. Kombat.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what really surprised me is I was uh, we were watching TV the other night, my wife, she goes, man, I'm excited about the Mortal Kombat movie. And I looked at her and I said, really?
1: <laughs> I like, wow, you got a good one there, man. You need to I take care of that girl. <laughs> that's I, man,
2: you don't even know. I'm going to post something on social media in the next couple of days that my wife did for me, and I don't want to spoil it here, but um, yeah, she she really is a keeper, man, and, and the best, but I said, I said, you want to watch Mortal Kombat? And she was like, Yeah, I used to play it with my uh, with my cousins when I was a kid. We used to play Mortal Kombat, <laughs> and oh, I was just nice. like blown away. I was like, t- you know, like I, you know somebody, but you don't know somebody, you know? I'm yeah. Like, wow, I, that is one thing I thought I knew everything about her, and she threw that out at me. I was like, wow. So, um, wow. we'll be watching See, Mortal Kombat. It's
1: always amazing when they throw something at you that you didn't know, and it turns out to be a like a, a great thing.
2: Yeah, I that's, love that's pretty cool, man. I love it, man. I love it. So uh, next thing up here, we have the 1K sub giveaway, guys. Uh, Most of you in the chat right now, I know, have already entered the one sub giveaway. But this is just a reminder in case you're watching this uh, on the replay. If you're watching in the chat right now and you have not entered the 1K sub giveaway, we hit 1K this past weekend. Uh, We are doing a giveaway, guys. We have Batman issue number 313, first appearance of Tim Fox. Aka Jace Fox, aka the next Batman, and then we have this beautiful Batman gallery statue that we're giving away. We also have a BCW short box with art that we're giving away, as well as a BCW uh, comic b- comic store. Oh man, I just burped. Excuse me, guys. <laughs>
0: It's, it's, it's,
1: it's snuck up on you.
2: You can't make. You can't. You can't. Uh, you can't make this up, man. You can't make this. Up. We're live. We're live. I can't, can't stop can't, it, can't man. that. Okay, I, can't edit. I can't <laughs> edit. that, man. But uh, the comic book store folio uh, we will be giving away with that uh, package also. So there's a lot of stuff to be had. Uh, of course, you're gonna get some lost in Comics swag that's gonna go in there also. And uh, who knows what we'll throw in there, man. So so you guys want to make sure you watch. We have a 1K sub giveaway video that we posted on Monday, Sun. Oh, last Sunday. Go watch that video if you haven't already. Enter the giveaway because we want to give that stuff away to somebody. Uh, Adam says, did Chris fart or something? Yeah, out of my <laughs> mouth. Out of my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> oh, oh man. man.
1: Hey, did you see uh, Comic Guy Steve here? He put some
2: facts uh, he out
1: on the... Let's see. Cut. Here we go. Yeah, there
2: you go. The cameo usually doesn't have any words with it. Well, unless they decide that a cover appearance counts, then it is. Unless CGC says it is not. Who knows, really? Yeah, you know, dude. I we talked about we've talked about this on the show before, but um, you even have now uh, comic book speculators and people that uh, are e- these eBayers and stuff that have gone back. <laughs> and found issues where they were, the, the characters were appearing in like preview magazines, mm. things like that. And now they're like, no, this is the first appearance. Like they show them on a preview magazine, whatever the case is. And I'm like, come on, dude.
1: Well, remember the, the, the Deadpool card. Yes. When they did that and like, Oh, that was the first appearance. If you got the card in the, the bag, you have that, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I looked it up and just out of curiosity, it, it, they weren't, selling for anything crazy like they they throw that (laughs) up
2: (laughs) yeah comic steve is correct i think the kids call them gatekeepers. this is true man um so next up just really quick before we get out of the news section guys this is the uh 50 there's only 50 copies of this variant right here this is duplicate issue number one the exclusive lost in comics variant invoices for this beauty went out this week everybody should have got their invoice uh, I think we have a handful of people that have not paid your invoice. So I'm not going to send Oscar after you. I'm giving you a reminder right now. He has told me if if you don't pay up, he will be giving you guys a visit. Um, so He's a throwing, big
1: man. You don't want that.
2: He's a big dude, man. So make <laughs> sure you guys pay your invoices. I want to give you guys an update. Um, the publisher did tell us that these should be printed out tomorrow. So hope we're hoping to have these books in our hands by next week so we can then get them sent out to you guys but again, guys, Carl Mostert's beautiful, duplicate issue number one, Lost in Comics variant. and uh, This is $20 plus the price of shipping, and we have about nine of these left. So if for some reason you have not had a chance to grab this, make sure you do. This is, this is Lost in Comics history, man. I, I can't stress that enough. Um, there's only 50 of them made. So, you know, I'm just going to throw it out there, guys. But this channel is going to continue to grow. I'm not trying to blow smoke up anybody's butt here. I'm just telling you, if we continue to grow and get bigger and bigger, Carl is going to continue to grow. Duplicant is going to be a great series. This is your chance to get this variant at a very low cost. Um, Only nine of them left. And congratulations to everybody who's already gotten in on the variant. We love you guys. Uh, Adam says, I ordered mine with DNA. You know it, brother. You know it, man. I told uh, he knows I'm gonna. I'm putting that DNA. I told Oscar, man, we're both putting some DNA in there when we, we're we gonna get together when we pack it <laughs> no. up that night and oh, wow. we're gonna have some drinks. And who knows what's gonna happen, man?
1: Uh, pages, <laughs> pages are gonna be sticky.
2: <laughs> it's not meant, yeah, it's not meant to really read, guys. It's for displays, so yeah, <laughs> sure.
1: you're supposed to get it slabbed and put it on the wall, exactly. exactly.
2: There you go. <laughs> oh, that's great, man. So uh, let's go ahead and get on to our next, uh, next portion here. Let's keep this show rolling and do some Comic Showcase.
0: Comic Showcase.
2: Comic Showcase. It's a breath of fresh air in the show. This is a, uh, a portion of the show, guys, where we just show a couple of books from our collection. It could be great. It could suck. They could uh, be, uh, I don't know. It could be whatever. Just a couple of bu- uh, books from our collection. And oh, look at this here, man. DC yeah, dude says Carl's, Carl's interview is what brought me to you guys. Dude, Carl is, Carl was our first interview. He's our, he's, I always tell him and we, when we message back and forth, I tell him he's our first love. Uh, he was, uh, he was our first interview to get our feet wet and in doing interviews. And I think there couldn't have been anybody better to do a first interview with because that dude was cracking us up. We had a great time with him and he's really become a good friend of ours. So, uh, yeah, that, love it.
1: That was back when you and I used to work side by side and we were doing rewatches, man. And I, yeah, what I tell you, man, I was like, dude, I want to drink with that guy. I want to, yes, if I ever get a chance, I want to go to South Africa and hang out with yeah. him. And he seems cool. So, Carl, if you're listening, hey, man, I want to check you out. I'll, I'll get down there, man. I'll buy, I'll, I'll buy a bottle. We'll have some drinks down there, man.
2: That would be amazing one day to go. I mean, he's a Cape, yeah. Cape Cod. It's a beautiful, beautiful yeah, yeah. Uh, area of the world. I would love to go visit Carl one day and a lot and, of sharks uh, down there. A lot of sharks down there. I think it's yeah. like the number one place for shark attacks in, in the world. So yeah. I'm pretty sure we asked him about that when he was uh, yeah. he was on the show. But uh, just want to say hi to uh, Kane Paul. What is going on, Kane? Glad you could join us this evening. And uh, what are we doing? Oh, we're doing a comic showcase. Man, I almost <laughs> Let's we're, do uh just do just one freestyling here. This we're, just, we're having a good time tonight, man. That's right, so man. Why don't you do your first book for Comic Showcase, dude? What you got? All right.
1: I got I got Aliens, number one. First appearance of aliens in a comic nice. book, I guess. So, yeah. I didn't even know it was the first appearance until I was looking through Key Collector. And I'm like, oh, wow. Well, yeah, I got that one. Okay. God.
2: <laughs> he said... <laughs> Steve says, I think your geography is off. LOL. Texas education. <laughs> what, what, what i I Carl is from Cape Cod. Uh, Cape Cod's in Massachusetts. <laughs> what, what, are, what are those Cakes? What am I, what am I drinking here? That's what. I, man. What is going uh, on?
1: We need to go get another shot, man.
2: Where's Carl from? Dad. Wolf, wolf. He's it's, from it's, South Africa. That's all I know.
1: Somewhere in Africa. And it's down south, yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm <laughs> so sorry, there. David. I took away from you. So show your book again, man.
1: Uh, my next one.
2: No, no, no! Your first. You say,
1: one, I... Oh, for, oh, okay. I'm so going back to first, one right? Now? Aliens, yeah. yes. Aliens, number
2: one. I want to see one of uh, six. Very, it's a very dark cover. Uh, yeah, yeah, that is dark.
1: Well, the aliens, man, what you... they're always in tunnels and stuff. So, yep, that's a pretty good one.
2: Cape Town, Cape Town,
1: Cape Town. There you go. That's right. Come Cape, on, Cape, man. Cape God. Cape
2: Cod. He's right here <laughs> in the states, man.
1: <laughs>
2: one of the cakes. <laughs> Oh man, I'm gonna go next, and then you'll do yours. Um, all right, I'm gonna go with a couple of my favorite characters this evening. Uh, first off, we got Punisher Rampage, Double Edge. What's cool about this book? It says "Over the Edge" begins here, and this is during the time when Marvel was putting out all these foil covers. So you see oh, how nice. shiny? Yeah. I mean, it looks like it's. It almost looks like it's like a titanium cover. Yeah.
1: I like that stuff, man. I, 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 do, I wish too. they would. I wish they would do more stuff like that.
2: I do too, man. I really like that cover. Uh, so you yeah. got the foil cover there, Punisher, I, Rampage, Double Edge.
1: Very nice. I, I heard one of the Wonder Woman's uh, new Wonder Woman coming out. Wonder Girl. They're gonna have one of the variants with some foil on nice. there. So that's gonna I, be awesome. Have to keep it eye of
2: the TM Nerdy, what's going on, man? Station, station. <laughs> What's going on, dude? All right. Um, David, what you got next, my friend?
1: All right. For my next one, kept it a little bit classic because I just love George Perez, my Teen Titans, number one. Yeah. Trying to center this. I'm getting, still getting better at focusing on the camera, but a little bit of a glare there. Probably should take it out of the bag, but yeah, my Teen Titans, number one. George Perez, great artwork. Good story. Loved it.
2: Man, I love George Perez, man. I and, yeah. I, you know, I, I always liked him, but I think when I started hanging out with you and you, we, like, really talked about him and really, like, studied some of his art while we were reading the books and just look, checking out, like, his artwork, I'm like, man, yeah. that is so good. Yeah. Uh, the
1: detail, f- all the, just everything, all the little lines on the muscles, it's not just an arm. And yeah, he, he's good, man. I like him.
2: the The uh, Infinity Gauntlet, Um, remember when we were reading that and just looking at how he drew Thanos, how he drew space and the planets. And I'm like, dude, that that's, yeah. he's, he's definitely, uh, we're going to have a show here real soon. Uh, just throwing it out there, but we're going to have a little Mount Rushmore of comic artists and then Mount Rushmore on another show of, of comic book writers. And I think George Perez, man, I think he might be on that Mount Rushmore of, of comic artists, man. That's he's, he's uh, he's one of the best.
1: Yeah. If you're doing comic art, yeah, he's gotta be in the, in the, in the group
2: there. Absolutely. Absolutely, and all Jim right, Lee. Jim Lee, too. Yeah, Jim you. Lee, Jeff, Jim Lee, definitely. Adam, I see that right there. Next up, um, is it my turn? Yeah, it's my turn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I'm throwing off, I don't know what it is. Yeah. This, is uh, this thing really gave me a boost here. I'm just <laughs> nice. All right, next up is just uh, Batman number one, the new 52. It's right a great on. book. It's not a super, um, it's it is definitely a key. It's the first, uh. First issue that Scott Snyder uh, wrote on the New 52 Batman with Greg Capullo, uh, a series that turned out to be one of the best and greatest Batman stories of all time. It's still my personally my favorite uh, run of Batman ever. And there you go. Beautiful copy of Batman issue number one from the New 52 from Scott Snyder. I freaking love this book. And and, uh, the Court of Owls is my one is probably my favorite um, story arc of all time court of owls hands down have you have you ever dipped into the i know you're not a huge batman fan david but no. this i'm telling you man if you I, ever do this right here that's owls you.
1: right i remember you, i remember you telling me about it and going through the story it sounded cool but yeah it's I, amazing
2: I have, and it's become a big part of the batman mythos you know it, it's been used on the show gotham and several stories and all of uh in all of uh batman lore now so Nice. I want to say uh, TM nerdy says you were awesome on John's segment today guys I'm gonna have to post that on our Twitter and Instagram I did a little video I was out in the wilderness uh, hiking and uh, I, I, I was able to connect with John's comics with kids and I was uh, talking about a comic book while I was out hiking in the wilderness I know it sounds crazy but uh, I'll post a link uh, maybe in the description of this video so you guys can go check it out um, Adam says Court of Owls is still one of the best stories ever. Not even just Batman, stories in general. He's he's absolutely right. When I think back on all the comics I've ever read, this is one that always comes back to my mind. It's like the top, it's definitely the top three of all time for me. So, alright, sir. You already did your second book. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm done. <laughs> I, I can start reaching for stuff.
2: Man, I don't know. What, what is going on tonight? You know what it is? No. I, what? <laughs> You want to know what it is, David?
1: Well, what is it, sir?
2: I am lost in comics, man, hey, and I'm about go. Nice. I'm about to get lost in the toy aisle with you. You ready? So, so,
1: so is this like what a show would be like? When I said that we were like drinking every thirty, taking a shot every thirty minutes. I think so. This is kind of what it would be like.
2: It's kind of like that, you know. Right All <laughs> right, let's hit the toys, man. Let's go. lost in the toy aisle guys that's what we do around here we are constantly lost don't know where we're going but uh that's what we do we get lost in comics here guys and we also get lost in toys because we like to hit every part of the hobby you guys obviously know how much we love comics and toys around here i'm gonna go first because i think you have a very special toy that you want to <laughs> share with everybody so i'll, I'll go first here okay nice. this is a, this is a dc multiverse scarecrow by mcfarland toys and it is still in the box um this is such a creepy looking scarecrow man but it is from the um it's from the last night on earth storyline by scott snyder and i am collecting these i need to get the last one that i need is the wonder woman to complete the set and it will build the whole uh, bane character so again i have not opened these but my my objective is i'm going to get the last one the wonder woman and then my son and i are going to put bane together so we are going to open them up uh, and we're gonna put Bane together. And there's four toys you need. Uh, you need the Scarecrow. You need the Batman Last Night on Earth, and then you need the Omega Last Night on Earth, and of course the Wonder Woman Last Night on Earth. Uh, again, these are McFarlane toys. They're they're big. They're amazing. And man, Scarecrow. I mean, I don't know if you can see his face there.
1: Yeah, i was gonna say, man, that's kind of creepy, man. I don't know if I want that in my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's kind of
2: that's what the, that's what bane's gonna look like when he's put together and yeah i, I turned really the corner
1: awful. one night drinking that might freak me out
2: it's weird because yeah he doesn't it's he's from the it's from the the book the last night on earth and he is in there um like that he doesn't have a bottom bo- part of his body so this particular toy sits on a stand so again i haven't taken it out but eventually i'll 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 post some pictures of it and stuff but there is my, uh, that's my toy for lost in the toy. I want to say hi to aggressively re- uh, relaxing. I am constantly aggressively relaxing. So I, I always <laughs> appreciate when I see him in the chat uh, oh, or uh, in other shows. Uh, it's not Zora on
1: there. Huh?
2: Sam King is absolutely right. It's not a doll. It's an action figure. And even go. I'll go one step further. It's a collectible.
1: There you go. Mm-hmm. Collectible. S- statue.
2: Statue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So right. I, I'm anxious to see that. I'm going to give you the full screen because I think oh, you need man. it. <laughs> I well, think they need they, they are kind
1: of small. <laughs> so, uh, so just, yeah, so the, the, this is a little blast from uh, a personal for, for me because this is from my childhood, uh, which is really dating me back in the day. But for, for those of you guys that were probably born after I graduated high school, this is what I grew up with playing. So it kind of explains a lot about what we had to deal with as children. They don't even have arms, man. Like this is seriously what we had. This was the little set. Uh it looked like two guys only because one's got a tie and this one's got a little pocket there. But these are my little guys here. Bob and Jim, I guess I
2: don't know. But that's awesome, man. But yeah, this
1: is this is what we had back in the day, man. My my mom had kept these and one day surprised me and brought this with the, actually my other Shogun Wars because I don't do a lot of toys. I haven't bought toys in a while, I uh, so I pulled these out. A little blast from the past. A little history here. This is a history lesson. This was- are those
2: are those called blackheads? Like Hainer says here, blackheads.
1: Yeah, I, I have no idea honestly what these guys are called. They were legit with a set, and I want to say, but like, I want to say like McDonald's. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, Adam. I think my great grandma grandma had those. <laughs>
1: you might have yeah, uh, yeah. Right. look at that that's crazy that's right
2: it's awesome it is dude. it is awesome
1: dude, dude. It, stuff like this when i dig it up dude you're right i do feel old as crap
2: <laughs> burrito says uh, i found some metal gear solid two action figures in my in-laws basement i've been selling them old school mcfarland toys dude metal gear solid was oh, man you were cool man if you played playstation and you had metal gear solid back in the day when i was a kid that was, that's all there I we go that. back in my day that's yeah. right man now that really is awesome David. What I love about that um oh, yeah. they they're simple. Crazy, man. They're simple crazy. and these are literally toys from when you were a kid, right? Like you didn't get these nah. later on. They're nah, from yeah. your childhood. This
1: is, yeah, this is legit dude. When I was a kid, this is this was like the deal, man. I was like, "Oh wow, this is, this was like the top notch. This was it." Like it it was hard plastic, you know, cuz it wasn't still stick figures or something and this is Yeah.
2: I love that, man. That's I love what
1: that. I had. It was cool.
2: I'm all about the sentiment, man. And, and, you know, I mean, obviously times have changed. We have a lot of technology. We're just talking about video games a second ago. TV, iPads, everything, cell phones. But back in the day, man, you'd sit down with some action figures, some blockheads in your case, and uh, you just go at it, man. That's
1: Like, you got to talk Metal Gear Solid, dude. I, mean, I remember legit playing Pong for the first time for, like, when that came out. We played that, like, for
2: days you know? talking about like atari pong yeah like yeah like
1: the thing that's yeah it, yeah
2: dude. that's awesome dude <laughs> yeah for a while i was um i was trying to collect all the this was before i was crazy into comics but i was trying to collect all the old school consoles video game consoles and mm. i had i had just started before i got into comics so i didn't get very far but um atari was definitely on my list man i I I just I wanted to have it now
1: I don't have the console but my mom once again because she's a pack rat dude. she she should be on like one of those shows where they they call them the orders orders yeah I call her that all the time but she literally has a bucket of all my cartridges I have like a ton of my old Atari cartridges yeah
2: we gotta we got to get out to the river man like you're always talking about and hook up the Atari (laughs) <laughs> we might only be uh might be there like five minutes and be like all right. We need- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, just, it's incredibly boring now, but uh, yeah. Oh, man, this Pogs Steve Pogs. I'll trade you my beanie babies for your Pogs, dude. do you remember Pogs, David? Was that a that was after your? They were like little circle, little just like little circle discs. They're like cardboard discs, basically, and uh, you play. You, you collect them. They had different designs. I mean, they had bat. they had all characters, all sorts of their pogs. Um, now you can, they were, they were going to be like the next thing, big thing when I was a kid, but of course never, never caught on, man. But man, we're getting off track, but <laughs> we're having a good time, man. So, um, I love when we got a bunch of nerds in the chat just like us. Cause it just, uh, that's just the way it goes, man. So, but, uh, it's time. Everybody's here to talk about comics. I want to talk about what happened yesterday. So let's talk about some new comics. It's new comic book day. New comic book day. Happy new comic book day. Happy new comic book day. day. It's the day after uh, uh, new comic book day. Uh, Burrito says, I have a case of pogs under my workbench. Nice. And then we got Steve here. We didn't have Pong on Atari. We had the Pong that was just a controller. (laughs) <laughs> that plugged into the TV had two ah, knobs on it, and yeah. when it got worn out, the paddles vibrated on the screen.
1: Yeah, you had know those old Atari joysticks, Man, You used to go through those like once a week, because you just—that's awesome. The little, little stick, you hit it so hard it'd break, and yeah, out wow, yeah. the
2: slammers, yeah, dude, the slammers and pogs. What the pog Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm getting off. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? One more thing about these toys. We're we're still lost in the toil. We're going to talk about (laughs) new comics right now. But my dad had this. um, I'm sure I bet you're familiar with this, but it was a I would say it was about five, no, about four feet, maybe. And it was a, a, a football field and it you'd plug it in. And it had these little football players and it would vibrate. Yeah. And it would vibrate all the players, you know, real loud. Do you remember that?
1: Yeah, I remember that.
2: Yeah. Dude, my dad never wanted us to touch that thing. It was like it was in in, under his bed. And when he would leave the house, I would go pull it out of the, he had the original box. I go pull it out, go plug it in. And I would just love hearing the little zzzz and I put the football players on there. Um, They were loud
1: as heck, man.
2: Yeah, they, they,
1: just, they would just shake and move there's no like
2: eh, yeah there's <laughs> it's there was like no, you had no control or, yeah like just
1: watching stuff move
2: <laughs> electric football there you go Still yeah. knows it uh, god tank what's up dude so glad you could join us uh there you go Hola, beautiful people god tank what's going on man glad you could uh hang out with us for just a little bit all right it is time yeah. to talk about new comics there was a uh, there were some great comics yesterday i do have to say overall We kind of rate these new comic book days uh, as a whole. And then, of course, we'll go individually here. But I have to say yesterday was a wasn't a it wasn't a great new comic book day. It was but it was a good new comic book day. I did have a little bit of trouble finding my pick of the week this week because I kind of felt that the top uh, the top heavy books were kind of they're pretty even for me. Nothing really hit me like in the feels too hard, uh, but it was it was a good new comic book day. How was it for you?
1: Uh, it, it was okay, and only the only reason I say that is because there were uh, a lot of comics that I'll eventually be getting because again, I, I order most of mine. So, yeah. like, uh, like Catwoman, I want to read Eternals, Alien 2, uh, Stray Dogs 3, I'm really w- uh, looking forward to that. Man's yeah. World, I didn't get uh, Chess One, Los Angeles, all those I really wanted to read, didn't get any of those. So there, there's still a lot more coming to me, but overall, I, I was looking forward to this week as far as the comics coming in. The ones I picked, then were were able to get at the comic store. they're pretty, yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll go through.
2: Yeah. Uh, God Tank says a lot of great books this week. Yeah, I thought I thought there were some good books, man. Um, well, let's get into it here. Let's start off with the. We're gonna try something a little bit different here to kind of consolidate all this. What was it last week? We talked about. I counted. I think we talked about eighteen comic books last week, which was awesome, but it was uh it's very taxing for the people watching. I'm sure. But uh, so we're gonna try to consolidate this. We're gonna do a top three uh, comics for each of us, and then we're gonna we're gonna start off though with our disappointment of the week. Was there any books yesterday that just kind of you just kind of did not enjoy, and it just felt kind of disappointed after you read it? Way of X. Oh man, yeah.
1: yeah you know, I, I keep wanting to to be open minded to anything X Men ish, Wolverine, all those guys, and because that's what I grew up on loving. Uh, yeah. And yeah, it was just it was it, it was it was weird. I I still can't get into the whole Krakoa Island thing and the regeneration stuff. Uh, it's weird, but but yeah, you know the so way of X. You know they they start off going through some sort of mission this Venice insertion where they go and and they're with the, their, their little crew and, and nightcrawlers there but uh, they keep talking about weird stuff like uh, the pixie about having her first like I guess exit where they she dies and come back because that's like a, a big deal now again I don't read a lot of x-men so I was picking it up trying to just check it out um, and it, I just didn't get into it. I don't like the whole regeneration thing that the, the way they talk about it is kind of weird. And the, the comic has a lot to do with, I guess, because of that, Nightcrawler being religious. Mm-hmm. So they go into a lot of the religion aspect of it. Um, Magneto in there just doesn't seem very Magneto-ish to me, the way I used to remember him. Just the way yeah. they're they're handling everything there. Um, and it just seemed weird. Like in the story, they have a, a character who's whose name is Lost. I'm Lost. So okay. it took me a little minute to figure out who this person was, but their name is actually Lost, wow. and, and it was real weird because the whole point is that they're bringing that character in to Magneto ends up killing Lost to bring Lost back, and I don't know, it just kind of lost me, man. I got, I, I, I got lost in it.
2: You were lost in comics in the worst way.
1: Yeah, not a, not a good way. I, I was, I, and I wasn't expecting a lot from it, but I was hoping, and it just never really got there for me. So that was
0: my
2: disappointment of the week. Well, I know you're a big, uh, we, I mean, we, we, we laugh about it, but you're an old school fan. You're, you're an old school X-Men fan. You, you love the classic stuff. Um, I know this was pretty much like a, like it's called way of X, but I didn't read it, but just, uh, I'd heard about it. I read about it and -hmm. I know it was, uh, it was basically a a nightcrawler book. It could have slapped nightcrawler number one on this book. And would it, would that have done it? Would that be accurate? (laughs)
1: uh yeah i mean they they do have the other characters in there briefly like i said magneto's in there wolverine and then the cast is in there i guess for a bit but yeah uh it is about mostly him um so but i am for me being old school he's an x-men so i anything just like kind of wolverine like yeah even though he's got his solo series he's part of x-men um
2: i'm glad yeah, yeah. you're
1: right it was it was yeah.
2: I'm glad to hear this, dude. I, I was this close to picking it up because I do night, I do like Nightcrawler quite a bit. um. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I've heard you say that, and I heard a couple of other people say that it's just not that great. So, Rich, what's going on, dude? So glad you could join us, Spawners. Uh, better late than never, man. We're just about to talk about new comics. And then we have Multiverse. She says she's two weeks behind on her comics. Uh, Honestly, I, LOL, I've been able to read three books in two weeks. What do you... You, you reach out to us, Alina. Tell us, what do you need from us to help you get more Lost in Comedy? You, you need to increase the reading. I'm seriously okay? <laughs> DC Dude, I picked up X-Men Legends 1 and 2. Only X-Men books I picked up in decades. Uh, David, like you like those, right?
1: Yeah. I, actually, I went back and got one, and I ordered three because I read two, and I did enjoy it. Um, I like the artwork. It took me back to the old school X-Men yeah. uh yeah i i enjoy it so i'm I'm definitely going to give the other two a shot and hopefully it continues or it gets better
2: what's going on john uh we we're just talking about you a little bit ago uh tm nerdy was mentioning about the uh me being lost in the wilderness on your show and i just want to tell you again thank you for allowing me to have that little segment there and being able to film while i was in the wilderness and send that out to you man i really really appreciate that but uh all right so that was your disappointment of the week uh way of x number one for me, my disappointment of the week, man. And I hope I do not get, hope I don't get crapped on here because obviously I love this book and it's why it's my disappointment of the week. And I, and it's, here it is, guys. It's Man's World, issue number four. Oh, wow. All right? That surprises me. I know. And I, I really hate saying this. It feels wrong for me to say it. We had Victor Gishler on the show with us. Loved him, man. Loved him. Loved every, I, I've loved this series. Uh, Man's World number four, I have to uh, I have to say it's my disappointment because of this. Um, the first three issues, they raised the bar so high that I was expecting this epic conclusion to the series. And the ser- the the thing actually felt rather rushed to me, uh, to be honest with you. And I don't don't get me wrong. I, I love the series. But all of the like I, I mentioned it every time I reviewed this book. But there's so many like, oh, my God, moments in issues one through three. Uh, like literally you're reading, and you're like, oh, my God, like you finish the book. And I remember I, I text Oscar when I'm done. I'm like, dude, this book is so good. Um, but I didn't have that same gut punch in this one. Um, and for that reason, I, I was slightly let down by this book, uh, by the conclusion. I'm still going. It's still going to go down as one of my favorite series of the year. But I just wanted more from an, uh, a book that I, I, I guess in, my expectations have been so high because one through three was just excellent to me. Um, and Adam says here, too, um, I love the book, except the ending and the ending wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. That's that's what I'm saying. And I want to be clear. It's not that I'm like, oh, I hated this book. I'm, but if I had to look at all the books, I was disappointed in the ending. And that's why I, I named it my Disappointment of the Week. John's Comics with Kids is a big X-Men fan, just kind of retracking here. But he says, I've been enjoying about 80 percent of the new X titles to, up to now. I'm very happy with the Hickman world overall and the way of X book was excellent for me, man. There you go. David here, Nick, you're you're pissing people off, David. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I agree with this burrito. He's talking about, um, he's talking about man's world. It should have been like five books. I was thinking the same thing. I feel like it was just brushed at the end and it could have been one more issue. Um, to be honest.
1: You know, kind of on that topic, it's kind of weird because I, I, I've been thinking about this since you, you got me back into comics. I'm reading all these again. Yeah. It, you know, we, we've talked about how they're always struggling, I guess, to come up with new stuff, right? Like as a writer, everything's been done so many times. How do I come up with new stuff? But I, I guess what confuses me when I read a story, it always seem, I, I get that feeling a lot where I feel like they rush through stuff. Like if they just slow down and put more detail – and maybe more action, and, and really described it better. It would it would kind of mean more and, and yeah. more character building, more storyline, and just make it longer. Like Jesus, we, we've got you can write yeah. comics forever. And instead of like, hey, we got we got an idea for a story, let's bang it out in like three or four comics, and then oh, now we got to come up with a new idea. Versus, yeah. hey, I got an idea. Why don't we just make a you know a series out of it for a while and really right. make it really good. So, I, I don't know I, that's just something i've been thinking
2: about no you're right and i really like what adam says here It kind of along the lines of what you're saying he says i feel like this has been a, a continuing theme with awa books they're too short of a series they feel like they're incomplete um this is the model for awa we you know we talked about with axel alonso last year when he came on the show that these were this is the model for awa these short series kind of like a like a netflix show where you have episodes right um, and that's that is their consistent model. I think going into a series, they'll tell the writer, "Hey, you got four issues with this." And I and I feel like it's a double-edged sword because uh, I do feel like like we talked to Victor Gishler and we told him, "Man, those first three issues of Man's World they were heavy hitting, man. Like you got so much in the first three issues." And I think it it's be- like that the pacing is so fast because he has four issues. He's like, "Man, I got to get everything into this book." So those first three issues are just boom 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 and then you get to four and he's like man i got it but i gotta end it now because i only have four issues and this is what happens i feel like it's just a little bit rushed and and i do agree some of the awa books have been like this um and i love awa but you know that's that that is the truth
1: see it might just be me but i i I guess like my day i I remember a lot of like 12 issue kind of longer series uh you know uh, secret wars uh crisis infinity earth and they were meaty, man. There was a lot yeah. of story in there. I mean, and it took you a while to get through it, but it was it was detailed characters. You knew it was. They explained a lot, and it yeah. it, it really dragged you into it. Now it's just like, bam, 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 and it's yeah. quick. And it's like, why why are we rushing through these, man? We got yeah comics forever, man. Just keep just bring little by little. I'd ra- I'd rather have a longer good story than a shorter eh, story.
2: I, I agree with that, and but I do think that um, smaller publishers. Uh, independent publishers are kind of up against it because they have to make money, right? And if an, if a, when they start a series, they don't know if it's going to do well or not. So they kind of have to go into it kind of like, hey, you know what? We're, we're This is going to be a limited series because we don't know how it's going to do. Um, DC Dude said Hotel is the best AWA series to me. Wish that, dude, I am totally on board. So that was an excellent, excellent AWA series. See, and,
1: and that one, and you know the the uh, stray dogs right now. Like it's a simple story, but they they put a, a decent amount into the characters, and I really like the story. There, there's yeah. not a lot to it, but it they put a lot into the characters and what's going on. So I think I think if you're gonna have like a four comic series, yeah. keep it kind of simple so you can have that more detail instead of having this like big idea. Yeah, and then then rushing through it. That's yeah.
2: just me. Another another AWA series that I'm really enjoying right now. Casual fling. That one is about to conclude, and uh, <laughs> I know we talk about it a lot, but it <laughs> it really is good. And but that one, I think uh, Jason Starr. This is his second time on an AWA series, and I think he's done a really good job of pacing it. Where he's gonna he's gonna finish it off real good. Um, real quick, Alina says, anyone read last week's canto in the city of giants? I have not Alina, but I was a little bit late to the Kanto uh, ball game and I read the first trade um, just recently, maybe like three or four weeks ago. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. So I need to get Kanto, um, the Hollow Man, the Hollow Man. I think that's the second part of that series. I need to get that trade and then I'm going to start reading uh, City of Giants uh, real quick. I want to just catch up on these comments. Rami says the lack of faith editors and higher ups have in their creators is appalling but that seems like the way to give everyone a shot. So definitely a double-edged sword. Exactly, dude. Uh, Anthony says some comic companies are more interested in putting out multiple variants and make that quick money and forget about storyline or character development. I think, you know who he's talking about? He's talking about Marvel.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, dude, that's 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 Marvel, yeah. man. Um, yeah. yeah. Most
1: of Marvel, I, I hate to say it, but I, I don't, they're all right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: They
1: Got some stray dog lovers out there. Some Love stray it, dog
2: lovers, Kane Paul. Yeah. I also yeah. dig if it. you haven't
1: read that story, it's pretty cool. I dig it, man. Really, I haven't, it man.
2: I haven't. And, and you've talked about it, and I hear people talking about it. I, I was actually at the story yesterday. I was in, it was in my mind, and I, I didn't get the other issue. So I, I am going to have to catch up on it because I'm really liking what people are saying about it. So yeah, make
1: sure to start from the beginning on that one. Uh, I will. It's good. It's cool. I will,
2: man. I definitely am going to check it out. All right, man, let's keep moving. That was our disappointments of the week. You had Way of X for David, and for me, uh, Man's World issue number four. So now it's moving on. David, what was your number three book? We're going to work our way from three up to your pick of the week. What was number three for you? Uh,
1: Number three was The Girls of Dimension 13. Uh, And, again, this is kind of one of those simple stories.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Just, over. Kidding. just kidding going <laughs> but
1: it, it's a, uh, you know it the, the old, old lady in a crazy like an old house in New York brings these three girls together who have powers and for, for they they don't really know why it's kind of kind of they're figuring it out and they're exploring this new city and going out um, they're told, hey, don't go into this room. You're not supposed to be in there because she's got stuff you don't want to see. Of course, what's going to happen? They go in there and things start happening and it's got a cool twist at the end. I, again, it's a simple story, but because they put good dialogue, good characters, it makes it interesting and fun to read. Uh, I was surprised and I, I I I liked it. It was pretty good.
2: And what is Dimension 13? Is this, this is like a... Like a... Like a is it like a space or like horror or what uh
1: well the, the the deal is is there's a mirror in there that they uncover, kinda like uh with, what's that witch in the wardrobe or what's yeah. that like Lion, Lion, witch, witch in the
2: word? The, yeah, yeah. Go. Uh
1: basically that kind of story where they find this mirror and it it's a portal to a dimension and which I, I'm assuming is thirteen, uh okay. and things start happening and yeah, they gotta use their powers to make make, fight off
2: the bad guys oh, Okay. Yeah. steve says were they dead the whole time i don't know <laughs> no okay so they're alive yeah they're alive all right all right i can uh that is why we have you on the show david because you bring a variety of books that i would never uh i would never have thought would make a top three on lost in comics and that stray
1: dogs girls of dimension
2: 13 cocaine nights Cocaine Night. That was a good okay, one. You know, I mean this yeah. is, this is David, man. I love it, man. All <laughs> right, cool, man. So that's your number 3. Yep. Uh all right. So moving to my number 3, guys. Again, this this new comic book day was these these top 3 for me. Any of these 3 could have been my pick of the week. That's I kind of leveled them all the same, but this is how I ranked it. Number 3 for me, Nightwing number 79. Uh this is DC Comics, Tom Taylor on writing, Bruno Redondo on art and Wes Abbott on letters. What a great time to be a Nightwing fan, dude! That that, that is really the best way to sum up everything that's going on with Nightwing right now. Um, I've been reading Nightwing consistently since before the Tom Taylor run, and I have to say how great it feels to just watch the storytelling take such a huge boost of, of adrenaline. Man, it's 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 been really good uh, for quite a while. I think Nightwing was being treated unfairly by DC. That whole Dick-Rick-Grayson saga was drawn out way too long. It was okay for a while, but they just they, they drew it out, uh, out too long. But now that Tom Taylor is on writing, it just feels like we're getting this nice foundation that's being laid, uh, not only staying true to the core and the history of Dick Grayson, but also building a new, fresh story that new readers to Nightwing can enjoy. So even even you, David, like if you haven't been reading... Nightwing, I think you could jump on this and a lot of people that haven't been reading Nightwing have jumped on this because Tom Taylor's writing it and you can enjoy this story. It's really good. Um, Bloodhaven has always been Nightwing's city, but I like that Tom Taylor is really connecting Dick to the city emotionally with getting him invested, uh, not only as Nightwing, but as Dick Grayson. Uh, now that Dick has a fortune that was inherited after Alfred's death, he's going to use it to give back to the city of Bloodhaven, beginning with those less fortunate in the city. Uh, meanwhile, there's this great story with police and put, uh, political corruption in Bloodhaven. It's taking root with the daughter of Tony Zuko, uh, Melinda, uh, in the middle of it all, as she's about to be named the city's new mayor. Uh, although I'm not convinced as to what side she's on just yet. Um, and we also have someone. Uh, we'll get we'll get to the chat here in a minute. I, I see. We Adam,
1: <laughs> man, he cracked me up. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Sorry, but you also
2: ahead. you also got somebody in the story that's he's lurking around Bloodhaven and he's stealing hearts. So something's going on with that. Um, how is all, all this going to unfo- unfold? Uh, time will tell. Time will tell. It's to be determined. But my favorite parts of this Nightwing series, especially this issue in particular, is the dialogue between Dick and Barbara Gor- Gordon as she helps him in her role as Oracle. He's, she's giving him instructions as he flies around, as he's jumping around the city. She's helping him navigate through the city. Uh, but you can just feel this the rich history between these characters and just how much they care for each other and in, in every word that's spoken uh, between them throughout the panels. I uh, also love the narration of Nightwing. It's, it's perfect. My, there's a line in the book. It's, it's my favorite. It's just so clever. Tom Taylor writes such clever lines. And he says, uh, it's close to the end of the book. And, and uh, Dick Grayson says, I want to be a safety net for the city. I want to catch the people who have fallen. Safety net, Dick. <laughs>
1: he's, like yeah, Richard. It,
2: oh, Richard. All right, Rick. Richard Grayson. R- Richard. Richard Grayson. But he's he's from he's from the circus, man. So he says he wants to be a safety net for the city. It's like, dude, clever man. So clever, every bit of it. I, I love it, man. I love Tom Taylor on this book. I'm I'm giddy. I love. I love Nightwing, and he just to have, to have to have a <laughs> Sorry. to have Tom Taylor is just great, man. So uh, Richard's awesome. Richard is awesome, man. Richard's we, awesome. we should just—I should just be calling him Nightwing. But there I, you go. There you go. In, nice my, in my notes, I just kept putting You, you just—you just
1: kept wanting to sing it, didn't you? Oh my gosh, man! <laughs> oh, so there boy, you
2: go. Nice. There you have him. That's my number right. three, Nightwing seventy-nine. I want to before you go on to your number three. I do have Oscar's number three. (laughs) Oscar picked for his number three. You Promise Me Darkness, number one. I believe that's from Behemoth Comics. and The art killed it for me. That was his notes. He said the art killed it for me. I know I heard uh, the burritos talking about this in their live stream and the art in this book. I did not pick it up. I was not able to get a copy when I went into the store. Uh, They did not have any uh, available and I didn't have it on my pull list. But I believe the art is just solely black and white. Um, And it's did did you get a chance to read that?
1: So, no, I did order it. But when I did go to the comic store, I was almost going to get it just because I was curious and I saw some hype on it. Uh, but I looked at it and I got to admit, man, I don't like the black and white stuff. To be honest, I'm not a big fan of black and white comics. I like the color, uh, but it, it, it looked horrible. I didn't like it at all. I was like, uh, I was like, man, man I already, or- I'd already ordered it. So I definitely didn't want to buy two of them. So yeah, I, I didn't get it. I'll, I'll wait till like, it comes in.
2: Burrito says it uh, is black and white. It's also kind of muddy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: It didn't look good. It's not even like good black and white.
2: So I think when Oscar says that the art killed it for me, I, I think he's saying that it, like he liked it. I think, but because he put oh. it as a his number three book, but I'm not yeah. for sure. We'll we'll have to confirm that with Oscar. But
1: see, I would be surprised because Oscar is big on art. And yeah, I, And what I've seen on at least what I saw on it, I didn't look through the whole book because I wasn't gonna you know sit there reading it in the store. But yeah, it, it didn't look good. So I I'd be surprised if he really loved it. But maybe. maybe.
2: Yeah, yeah, we'll have to. I'll, I'll I'll confirm with him. Um, Wes says, Hey, I know you guys, we know you too, Wes. Welcome, man. Good to see you. Uh, let's see here. Kane Paw says, My uncle, uncle's neurologist's name is Richard Head.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a dude in Austin. I've it. heard is about it? that guy. Yeah, Richard dude, he, he does. Uh, fix <laughs> this guy that his oh,
2: name's Richard yeah, Head. This is great, man.
1: This freaking
2: chat. Uh, oh.
1: Oh, no, no. I'm thinking about it. something chopped. Richard Chop. Richard
2: something Chop. Like... Oh, man. This is good. <laughs> oh, man. We're getting this. Joe oh, is turning it. Yeah. What, what are we doing? Yeah. This go, just oh, turned... I need to go get my bottle, dude. I need to start
1: drinking. All right. <laughs> all right.
2: All right. Let's all go. Right. Uh, all right. We're going number two now, and we're going to start off with Oscar. Moving on to our number two book of the week. Oscar's number two. <laughs> wait, wait. wait. Yeah, did he put? He didn't put a number two, did he? No, that's yeah. my number. He just put a note on it. That oh yeah, he yeah good. yeah. Okay, um, he didn't have a number two then. Okay, all right. he put a number three, and then I don't see a number two. Do you see a number two on Oscar?
1: No, uh, yeah the, the 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 number four after it is throwing me off too. I'm yeah, not yeah. Sure. I'm not sure if that was a, a, a disappointment or if he really liked it.
2: Okay, no worries. Alright, so let's go on to um let's go on to your number although, two. Although I do
1: like his comments, so yeah, especially, we'll get especially it. since that was yours. But uh my number two. Uh my number two is the mighty Valkyries. Okay. Um yeah, it, it, was, it was pretty good. I I liked it, so <laughs> uh so yeah so the i like the artwork in it the story is interesting um the dialogue between uh jane and then loki in here it's kind of cool in the beginning the whole in the bar scene uh, where she's she kind of gets the hint from uh dr strange in the hospital that hey there's some somebody like with wolf and claw and stuff turns out to be a big wolf after loki um it's kind of a little it's got a lot going on in this again like they probably could have slowed it down a bit and put a little bit more into it because there's about three different storylines going uh, but uh, yeah it, it, it was my my number two it wasn't the best one out there but but I did enjoy it so
2: awesome that's <laughs> I'm right there with you Adam all this marvel is giving me <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's
1: we
0: awesome.
2: got- so we got the Mighty Valkyries, number two. Yeah, and yeah. it's a
1: Valkyrie comic to go with that guy. That's great, that. man. Oh, God. Wes
2: says, <laughs> <West is, laughs> when I was in the police academy, one of the instructors' names was Sergeant Dewey Dick.
0: <laughs>
2: the guy was a rip diehard Marine machine, though, so no one dared make fun of his name. Oh, my yeah,
0: gosh, dude. Yeah, Yeah, you got
1: to work out a lot when you grow up with that name. <laughs> this
2: is this, I'm about to get the um, – I feel like a – I feel like a schoolboy right now. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just about to start uh, getting the giggles, man. Yeah. Oh man. Awesome, comic man. guy, Steve. There is a Austin Powers marathon Saturday on TV. Nice. I agree. Completely agree. That is absolutely correct. Now, can someone tell me what we're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody's lost right now, man. We're lost in comics, but uh, yeah, your, your Nightwing comic threw everybody off. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Um, David's pick number two uh, on his uh, comics for the week: yes. the Mighty Valkyries, issue number one. All right, all right, all right. All right. I did not read that, but uh, well, you know that will we'll just go you along with won't. it. <laughs> <You> probably won't. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going to. <laughs> That's great, man. That's awesome, yeah. man. All right, uh, number two for me is the uh, the Many Deaths of Layla Starr, issue number one. Uh, This is from Boom Studios, written by the great Ram V, uh, art by Felipe Andretti, and letters by Ann World Designs. Um, This is the story of death, being laid off from her job as the concluder of all lives, and being sent down to Earth in a mortal body to experience humanity and mortality for the first time. That's a mouthful right there, but uh, as the story goes, (laughs) many things... God damn. Why? Uh, As the story goes, man...
1: Huh? <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it over here. All right. All right. Here we go. Say. Go ahead. All right.
2: Death of Layla Star, man. Here we go. As the, as the story goes, uh, many things are, are simultaneously oh. happening. In the story, you got the birth of a child who's prophesied to later become the one to bring eternal life to humanity. There's a girl who is sitting on a window seal who plummets to her death and death herself inhabiting the body of this dead girl. So there's a lot going on, guys. Uh, I'm giving you a spoiler alert right now. This is obviously a review portion of our show, um, but I, I really want you guys to read this. So I'm going to kind of give you some more information on this. Um, but one of the big plot points in, in this story is, the death, is that death wants nothing more than to eliminate the one who will bring eternal life, that baby that's being born. But that is until she experiences what it's like to take a life as a mortal being, as a human being, and it's not quite the same when she was the life uh, that that kind of like god godlike figure, uh, when she actually has a baby's life in her hands, literally in her mortal hands. It is not as easy as she once thought, because she is death, and as death takes the form of a human and has new life, um, that new life is quickly ended by the passing of this huge commercial truck. It ends her life very quickly. But can death really be killed? Um, and so begins the many deaths of Layla Starr. Um, this book really touches on various issues, but most importantly, the issue of humanity and what it's like for a godlike being like death to feel and experience being a human and, and being part of humankind. Um, there's also a lot of re- uh, religious parallels in this story, which only enhance what's going on. I think it's very well done. Um, there's a nice mixture of humor uh, weightiness and excellent storytelling. I think the art does a great job of capturing what Ram V is dishing out here with the use of a lot of loose lines, shadows, and the colors create a nice dark element throughout the whole book. Uh, like every Ram V book for me, I, I was pulled in right away. It's an issue number one. I, the first few uh, pages, I was like, this is a great story. I'm very excited to see where this goes and it was uh, it's my number 2 book. Uh, it could have very well been my pick of the week uh, this week cuz I really really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, it's G- deep, man.
2: It is. It <laughs> Yeah. It is but it isn't if that makes sense because you know me, man. I I'm always going to read into like I want to know what is the what what is the message of this book? What am I getting out of this? Yeah. And so you know, I, I I look for that stuff and I pulled that out of it. If you're not reading it for that reason, I think it's still just a great story on the surface, um, which is kind of like the next book we're going to talk about here in a minute. But it's a great book. Great story. Uh, can't go wrong with some Rom V. Is your, uh, your wife turning out the lights on you?
1: Yeah. yeah. Time to get out, Dave. Hey, if
2: right. it makes it if, it, if it says anything, you still look good, man.
1: Oh, thank you. <laughs> you look better with the light off. <laughs> That's what she tells too.
2: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> There yeah. we go. Mars Comics says uh, this book was my pick of the week. The Many Deaths of Layla Star was just awesome. Th- uh, Thanos 168. Layla Star is my number one book this week. Yeah, I mean, it, it honestly, it I I went back right. on for, back and forth on my pick of the week. Um, And I ended hey, up who, set, who does that again? That's Ram V. It's uh, from Boom Studios.
1: Boom. Ah, so he's in Boom. Because I, I I guess I was just when I heard his name, I was thinking DC.
2: He's not, he's, he dude, He's all over. Now. He's all over right now, man. And he even I had, uh, in the carnage, uh, red, was it red, white and black, red, black. And I haven't read it yet, but he had, or is it, is it that story? He, he had, Oh, the justice league dark, but he's, I saw something else. I don't know if it was this one or if he's going to appear in an, in a carnage story in the future, but Ramvi's doing some Marvel stuff too. So he's, he's like, he's all over the place, right? He's got image. He's got uh boom. He's got DC Marvel. Um, wow. He's just—he's on fire right now. So right
1: on, right on. Boy, that
2: is—that is my number two. Um, And now, it is time for the pick of the week. David, of all the books you read, what is your number one book that you enjoyed the most that you are willing to say this is my pick of the week? I'm putting my stamp on it. What is it?
1: So, my pick of the week is the book that I did not expect to say it was my pick of the week, but it is Vietnam Horror Number 2.
2: Wow. I didn't expect it either.
1: Yeah. Did you read it? No. (laughs) Uh, So, I'm not a huge horror comic person to begin with, but some I really dig. uh, Like, Hotel was great. Uh, and then two, it's a black and white comic, which I, I'm not big on the black and white. I yeah. like color. You know, I always think back to the, when you showed me the image of the cover of, uh, of your book coming out where it's like mm-hmm. uh, it's black. Yeah. And, and then with the color, dude, it, it's beautiful. It, it makes it it's crazy, man. It makes it so much different. But it, it's I didn't read the first one. So I picked this up. And yeah, it's pretty intense. It's pretty cool. Great dialogue. Interesting story. Um, you know it starts out with they're, they're in Vietnam, obviously, and they sergeant is they they're in like a, like a bar or whatever having drinks and he starts having visions and going back to like all the horrible things of war. Yeah. Um, he starts freaking out, ends up naked on top of a roof screaming stuff. Uh, and one of the, the characters in here had gotten injured and something happened. you know there was obviously something that happened from the time before. He, his wounds start doing stuff weird. So they're like, hey, you know, you know, Colonel, whoever you need to come in here and take a look at this. He looks at him and like, hey, we need to get you into quarantine immediately. Get that, you know, person in the quarantine. And they're trying to take this mountain where they're just full of tunnels. So they they, they're talking about how to get get up to this tunnel and get in there. And as they're going in there, they see some crazy stuff. And then you get the, the at the end. It's again, another surprise that hits you. And it's it was it was just a really well-written story. It had really cool stuff. If you like kind of the war theme, I thought it was really well done. So it really surprised me. The artwork is really good in here. It's not colored, but it's really well uh, put together. So I, I really liked it, man. I, I thought this was uh, a surprise for me. Like I said, I, was, I went in there not expecting much, and I digged it.
2: I like that. And that's uh, is that Behemoth? Also? Behemoth. Yeah, Behemoth
1: uh, did this uh, masazmio Rossi and Vito Coppola, like like, (laughs) yeah, I know, dude. I'm like, this is straight out of Godfather, man. Yeah. So, but yeah, these guys, they yeah, Behemoth Comics, uh, Vietnam Horror Number Two. I I I thought it was very well done. Good comment. I
2: I, that actually sounds really good. Um, And I'm I think Oscar talked about number one or was it you? Uh,
1: No, no, I think it was Oscar. He he talked about the first one. Um, He mentioned it, but yeah, I and I was thinking about it. I look better again, huh? And, um, uh, yeah, it's cool, man. I That's highly, cool. I would recommend people picking it up. Take it, take a look at it.
2: Get to the chopper.
1: <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah. Uh, DC dude. You're absolutely right. So Rom V Tom Taylor and Chip Zadarsky seem to be able to do no wrong these days. Absolutely. Uh, DC dude also says, sounds cool, David. Thanks for shedding light on a new book. Yeah, this is a, this is a book that, um, Oscar talked about. Now you're talking about it and it does sound very cool. Um, and I, I think I'm always thrown off when with the black and white art, um, but from what you what you both have said now, I, it makes me want to check this out. Uh, and and I like that you're bringing attention to this type of book because it's it sounds really good, man.
1: Yeah, it's got some cool parts in there, man. Some creepy, creepy stuff. Like, oh wow, what's going on, man? Yeah, it, it's it's neat. I like it.
2: Grab says Nam near Cape Cod, correct? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, guys, That's come awesome. on, man. <laughs> That's great. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and move on. Oh, you know what? Before we do, uh, David, what would you rate be uh, that book?
1: I, I would go a four. I'd go a four. I, 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 it's hard for me to go five, just but yeah, I'd go a
2: solid four. That's so, a good. I absolutely love that book. Four. Awesome, man. That's a good. That's a that's a high rating for that book. So. Again, man, that's really cool. Um, uh, Alina says, it does sound very interesting. I can't usually do black and white books, but might jump on. Yeah, I I feel the same way, Alina. Burrito says, I personally like the art more in You Promise Me Darkness over Vietnam Horror. Okay. Wow. There you go. I haven't looked
1: at it all.
2: I'll be open-minded
1: about
2: it. Oh, my gosh, (laughs) man. These guys. That's That's number two. There you go. All right. Oscar did submit his pick of the week this week. And without further ado, Oscar's number one. (laughs) His number number one pick, guys, is also. (coughs) (laughs) It's man's world number four. So so man's world number four. And he put on there, Duncan got his Duncan got his and I was happy about it. Or did he? That was Oscar's notes on his pick of the week. Man's World number four, which is also my disappointment of the week. Um, you know what? Honestly, man, Oscar and I—we've been all over this series. Love it. Um, I can't. Again, I want to reiterate because I—I I do not want to hate on. I love Man's World, and I love. I still. I'm very. I'll always hold it in a. It's got a special place in my heart. And it's still going to go on one of the best series for me for 2021. And I'm sure it's going to come up in nominations when we have our best of the year awards at the end of the year. But this particular issue was a letdown for me uh, in the fact that I just had such high expectations for it. But I can also, the series was so good, uh, I could also see it being... You know, if you enjoyed the way it ended, hey, it could be a pick of the week because it's not like it's poorly written or anything like that. It just felt rushed. So Oscar made it his pick of the week. Um, He did not put a rating on it, but I would imagine if I was Oscar, he probably gave it a four. But I'm not going to put that on there. I'm just saying that's what I think. But uh, yeah, and there's a lot of we got a lot of man's world loving here from Adam, of course, from Steve. Yes, man's world. And then he said, I really didn't like the ending. Spoiler. It would have been better if he, in fact, survived and the guy was dreaming. I agree. I agree, man. I, I felt the same way. And that's 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 why I named it my Disappointment of the Week. All right. My number one, guys, my pick of the week. This may surprise some people, may not. I know it, Oscar definitely hates my pick of the week. But uh, my pick of the week, guys, ha-ha, issue number four from Image Comics. W. Maxwell prints on writing, art by Patrick Horvath, and letters by good old Neon. Before I give you my my take, my notes on this issue, Oscar wanted me to relate to you guys. He put some notes in here for me. He said, ha ha number four, I can't stand this. I feel like I get nothing out of this book and that I should be on drugs while I'm reading it. <laughs> so there you go. That is Oscar's take on my pick of the week. And uh, here, here's what I have to say about it. Look. Uh, I think every I think everyone (laughs) will get something different from this issue, uh, even if it's Oscar's take on there. Um, But that's really that's the beauty of it. Um, Let me tell you a little bit about the story. It's a, a drunk party clown named Gustav the Magnificent disappears at a boy's birthday party. The mother of this boy is looking for the clown and he's nowhere to be found. And the boy tells his mom that the clown shrunk and he's floating inside a party balloon. And the story just gets wild from there. Um, like all of Maxwell Prince's uh, stories, they feel like light, um, but yet heavy at the same time. Uh, Maxwell has a way of of spinning real life heavy issues into these stories. Uh, issue four is no exception. We enter this world where Gustav the Magnificent, this clown, he's floating along with all these loose objects. And uh, what I take is the inside of that red party balloon and all these loose objects uh, that are floating with him inside the balloon, they're, they're things that held importance and significance throughout his life. And while he he wasted so much time in life on being uh, being drunk, he missed out on all these beautiful things that surrounded him. Inside that balloon, there's like pictures of his parents. And and again, just all these, um, these items like uh, musical instruments, all sorts of stuff. It's surrounding, him. it's floating inside this balloon with him. And when he's trapped in this balloon, he then realized, he realizes that he wants nothing more than to get out and return back to the real world. But it's a little bit too late now. Uh, while this story with the Gust- Gustav is happening, there's another story going on about the birthday boy's grandpa that's taking place. Um, the grandpa lost his wife. And since then, he's been a shell of himself. He's this grumpy old man every day. He wakes up and just has, he doesn't have a zest for life. He doesn't feel like he has a lot to live for. But that is until he sees his grandson outside flying this kite, and it stirs this memory inside of him about his deceased wife, and it kind of gives him clarity on his life again. So when you when you think about that, you think about what I just told you about Gustav, and he's floating in this balloon. I really enjoyed those parallels between Gustav and the grandfather in this issue, and how much we can kind of relate that to ourselves, and how much we need to stop and just appreciate life. And you, know, you, you can't waste a moment of it. Or maybe I'm just reading into this whole thing, and it's a story about a floating balloon with a clown inside <laughs> it. I don't know. Like, ha-ha, you, I got you. But uh,
1: that makes sense why Oscar put, I think I should be on drugs while reading this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, I, I, but I, I think, I think it's i asking re- for that comment. I think it's really cool. Like I said a minute ago, what's really cool about this series, whether you take it, like you could take this story and read it as like this light, entertaining clown story. It's it does look like it's like a like a drug induced book, <laughs> but yeah, it's trippy. It's very trippy. But if you're looking for depth, uh, I think Maxwell uh, Prince also delivers on that. And the art in this issue is is spot on. The colors are they're I think they're the big winner in this issue. Great, great colors. Uh, really, it delivers this strange world to you. And I, when I'm reading it, I feel like I'm in that world. It's it's crazy. Uh, I feel like I'm high, even though I'm not. So it, it really is. It, it was my favorite issue of this uh, haha storyline so far. I really, really enjoyed the issue. And that says a lot um, to make it. I have never made a haha issue a pick of the week for me. Uh, and I am going to give it. But this tells you something here, though. This is kind of how I felt about all the books at the top. I'm giving it a... You know, huh, you dick. Boy, oh boy. Three. <clears throat> all right. I'm giving it a three, and I felt like all of those books that I mentioned, uh, three, two, one, were all in that three uh, range. So, yeah. But I really, really did like it. It is a, a, a limited series. haha. It's going to be six issues, uh, and that was number four, so we only have two more issues to go. Um, Let's see. Uh, let's see, Thanos says, Oh, as soon as it was announced as all watercolor interior, I was getting it. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, I almost yeah. dropped haha because of the silent issue. Oscar was the same, yeah. yeah.
1: I'm with you on that one. I, I saw that, I was like, Yeah, me too. Because it, yeah, that that silent issue was like, What, why? I want my money back.
2: Well, aren't you glad you did? And this issue was great, yeah. I'm telling you, it's really. Um, and then, uh, see here, Thanos, as soon as it was in, okay, I read that, uh, multiverse said, uh, so does it relate to ice cream man's weirdness? I say weirdness in a good way. It's definitely very ice cream man ish, but yet different. Um, I almost, it is a little bit more depressing. It's not as, it's not as, it doesn't have as much horror vibes. It's more, um, like, like I said a minute <clears throat> ago, like very heavy life issues, um, which is somewhat ice cream man ish but uh and i felt the same way burrito i liked the silent issue as well so I, i've been on board with it um the whole time
1: you like the silent issue
2: <laughs> i did like it man i don't know uh, I, I, what what can i say what can i say man huh but, all
1: right, all right.
2: but there you guys have it man that is your a top three from each of us um uh, was there anything else that you wanted to mention uh from uh, comics that you read yesterday
1: uh, well, I, the only other one I did read that I picked up since like I said, most of mine are still on the way was Mis- mystery picked up that one there. Okay. Um, not just for the cover, but yeah, I did pick that one up.
2: Laya. Uh,
0: yeah,
1: uh, it, it was all right. Yeah. The stories, uh, you know, it kind of simple, you know, she It, a lot of the voodoo kind of Louisiana kind of stuff, uh, over there, but, um, yeah, she, you know, she has these powers, and like the old lady, uh, like kind of takes her in to end up fighting these other voodoo guys, and she ends up, the old lady ends up sacrificing her life, doing like the Obi Wan Kenobi thing, where, hmm. you know, kind of sacrifice life, but then comes back as spirit to help her defeat them, kind of thing. So, kind of simple story. It was interesting. It was, it was fun, but it, it was all right.
2: Not just for the cover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh Thanos talking about haha makes you want to and not want to be a clown at the same time through each issue. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Awesome, man. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to a few books here. Real quick little notes. Um, shout out to uh Catwoman issue thirty. Mm. So good, man. So good. This has to be uh, the best Catwoman series since Ed Brubaker was on this on the title. Uh full of action. Uh Selena is just freaking awesome, man. And and watching the fight within herself as she continues to do good for the city, but she always has that villainous side that she's fighting. Uh, that's sh- that villain streak inside her. I enjoy that conflict within herself, how Ram V is writing her. And you can see the influence that Batman has had on her over the years. And, uh, it's, it's great. Um, also want to mention real quick, Radiant Black was also a very good, uh, mm. issue, Radiant Black issue number three. Uh, you've been, you've been getting those right, David, you've been ordering I, them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah i thought this was another really good issue um i really yeah. like the book a lot this issue did felt it did feel a little bit overboard on the internal dialogue with a with our main character i totally get it i i am an i'm an aspiring writer myself i love writing you know this about me um and sometimes when you're writing you have a lot of you got your your mind gets it gets muddy it gets muttered you're trying to find ideas for things that is what this, this guy in the book is doing in this issue, but it's like more than half the book. He's like fighting in his brain about, you know, the story that he's trying to write and it, and it is cool um, for a few panel for a few pages, but it, it's like more than half the book is him doing that, which I thought was just a little bit overdone and we're going to need a little bit more action, especially if I'm going to try to get Oscar on this book. Cause I re- I really do like this series a lot and I'm okay with the pace of it, but I think for people that are looking for a lot more action, uh, Radiant Black, is it's very slow right now. The pace is very slow. And I, I do think at some point in the next couple issues, it's going to hit and you're going to be like, oh, shoot, there's a lot of action coming on. Um, but I, I did like it. Um, alien, number two, solid issue. Um, maybe not my favorite uh, PKJ work, but the appearance of the alien at the end, was definitely worth the worth the price of admission, uh, and look at that uh, that cover, man. I, lo- I love that cover. I know Oscar showed you got that last the yellow game. one, didn't you? Yeah, the B. Yeah, I love yeah. it, man. Nice,
1: nice. Alien
2: number two, definitely loving that series. And real quick, I got to talk about it. I mentioned it on Twitter yesterday uh, and Instagram. Have to talk about Justice League issue sixty for a moment, okay? Uh, Oscar and I hated on this pretty hard uh, for issue number fifty nine and I put on there yesterday on, on social media, did issue 60 change my mind about this? Did it change Oscar's mind? Not really. I gotta be honest. Um, but, but I'm going to say that I enjoyed issue 60 more than I did issue 59, which isn't saying a whole lot cause I really didn't like the last issue. Um, but I'll tell you the things that I did like, I liked that, uh, I'm really drawn, how they're using Green Arrow and how he's opposing Superman. I think that's really in character for Green Arrow, which I really like. I'm a big Green Arrow fan, so that part of it I am enjoying. Uh, I'm I'm absolutely not a fan of how Bendis writes Superman, uh, and that is just solidified for me in this Justice League run. I didn't like his Superman action comics run. I don't like the way he writes him in this in this book. Um, He makes Superman come off like, I don't know how else to say this, but I feel like he he makes him come off like stupid and like naive, but like he's trying to make him like very just and very kind and compassionate, and I, and I totally get that that's his character, but the decisions that he makes, um, I like super like Superman. It's not like he's brainless, you know. Like, um, so in this issue, uh, like Superman vouches for Black Adam, and he wants to let him into the Justice League on a whim, you know. And I, I know Bendis wants to get him into the thing, so into the into the team. So I think he's rushing it and he's making Superman kind of be the, the scapegoat for that. But, um, you know, I know, like I said, Superman's a character about hope. But let's not be foolish and just assume that Superman is uh, is, is naive to everything. So I, I don't like that at all. Um, it may be it may end up being the reason that I dropped this series because of the way he writes Superman. Um, but for now, I'm going to get the next issue. Um, I'm also because I'm also a fan of Naomi. Um, so we'll see what happens. I'm in for at least one more issue, but I'm I'm hanging by a thread, guys. Seriously. Um that's my update on Justice League.
1: Yeah, after Legion of Superheroes, I gave up on Bendis. I tried, but I yeah. could not do Bendy. Yeah, I don't like the way he, yeah, his characters and I don't know. Not really. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Here we go. Adam Justice League, gross. Steve, yeah. don't you say you liked it? <laughs> Don't do it. Uh, Adam, I was the opposite. I hated 60 more than 59. Issue 60, or as I call it, Bendis trying to bring his own characters to the forefront. Superman Superman just accepts Black Adam. No questions asked. What, what, what the, is that, Black Adam? <laughs> yeah. You know, dude, I, I'm telling you. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm hanging by a thread on it, and I got to get something on this next one or I'm done.
0: Yeah
1: can't be doing
2: this no more. So there you guys have it, man. That is our new comic book talk for yesterday, new comic book day, April 21st. And uh, really uh, some good books, some good books, not the greatest new comic book day, but a good comic book day. All right, man, let's get right into this thing. Let's keep this party going. Uh, We are going to have a little conversation here, and this is a nice light conversation Uh, something that we can all relate to everybody that loves comics has to have a place to read comic books. Am I right? (laughs) Right. So it's something that no matter what type, if you like Marvel, if you like DC, if you like Indies, we all have this in common. We have to find a place to read our comic books. And sometimes that might be the most comfortable place in your house. Might be in the most uncomfortable place, might be in the most inconspicuous uh, place. Um, But we're going to go through some. We had some people that had some comments here on Twitter uh, as to where their favorite place to read comic books is. So I'm going to give a couple of these and then you and I are going to talk a little bit. Uh, But let's start off here. Fat Thor, Black Lives Matter says his favorite place is on my bed, sitting cross legged, hunched over with the book spread out. Hell on the back, but just how I have always done it. All right, very, wow. very specific <clears throat> with the cross-legged, hunched over. Yeah, very specific. Yeah, that that,
1: that does seem highly uncomfortable. I, I I can't do the bed. I've tried doing it, and yeah. I, it just gets my shoulders and neck, and or I just end up falling asleep. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, yeah, all
2: right. I should have saved this one. This is one of the best. <laughs> but Robbie, our friend Robbie Deshea says personally. I prefer a damp cave with a singular hole along the cave's interior for exactly three hours of direct sunlight to shine through. From there, I drink a piping hot espresso and eat a lovely melange of nuts to satisfy the reader's munching. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Robbie, dude. Oh, my gosh. I got to give that one a shot, man. Let's That's get... great. Yeah. <laughs> so That's awesome. Let's talk about those two for a second. So that first one about the hunched hunched over in your bed. Yeah. I also, when I first started reading comics, uh, I remember my wife and I would come in the room here, and I would um, I would put uh, a light above me because I didn't want her to stay awake. I put my cell phone light, and I would do that. I'd sit on my in my bed with a pillow on my back, yeah. and I would try to read, and it it kind of sucked, man. Like yeah, yeah <laughs> my, I, I tried my, it. My back would hurt man uh, yeah. all the time. And of course, this was when I first started, I didn't have a nice chair. I didn't have other areas that I've kind of made into my, my favorite spots. Uh, but I could definitely see that being if that, that could be a go-to spot, man, for people. Uh, and I do see the crossing the legs thing. There's something about when you're sitting crossing the legs. Uh, it's a little bit more comfortable, but uh Thanos also says, I read all mine digital at my custom desk. I built myself. Very nice. That That's that's the goal, man. Uh, I read them in my closet, in the closet. <laughs> Alina says, okay, in all seriousness, I have a room under my staircase where I hide from the kids and read. Nice. We're going to get back to that in a minute. That's awesome, though. I, <laughs> I like love that. I like that's, that. A, <laughs> that's a great, great answer. Like, is it decorated? Uh, is there anything
1: in there? Kind of curious. Yeah.
2: Like, do you is that your you make that into a comic room, Alina? Or is that just like you just go in there, it's a storage room, you just close the door, and you're like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna read. Is that like um, a lady
1: cave? Like we have man cave, that's a lady cave. All right. She shed. Nice. Like that. Yeah, there you go.
2: <laughs> uh Steve says, two places. One is in bed at, t- at nighttime, the other is in a nice swivel rocker. Very nice. Um Steve also says, if I cross my legs, they're asleep within 45 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, Alina says I call it my Harry Potter room since the cupboard is out Oh safe. yeah, nice, very nice. You and I are going to get to our answers here in just a moment, sir. Let's go through a couple of more of these. Uh, I like this one here. We've got a picture here. Comic nice. book count, comic book couples counseling. Who they also have a podcast, so make sure you guys check them out. But this is Brad, and uh, he says uh, it says Brad loves his patio reading. It's what he's doing this very second. Yes. He would prefer if Lisa was in that chair next to him, but she's out fetching that bacon. Yeah, so there you go. He's out there, nice breeze. I I have read comics outside, and I really do enjoy it, man. If I can get some peace and be outside reading uh, with some some nature going on, that isn't that is beautiful, man. That's a great experience. What is he but reading? What's he is reading. Uh, a, a, it's a graphic novel. It's called My Boyfriend is a is a Bear. Uh, I think that's what it's called. I've heard of it, never read it, but I believe that's what he's reading. And it's like I said, it's a graphic novel novel. I think it came out a couple of years ago. All but, right. Uh, let's look at L's comment here, it says I legit just lay on the living room floor to read intensively. LOL. I've tried that, too, and I have tried to lay down and my back starts hurting again. I'm like, I try to lay back and then you don't get the light <laughs> if you lay on your back. You don't get the light shining to the book, so if you lay on your lay on the front, then your back starts to hurt. At least for me. Wait, she laid on her back. She says, "I legit just lay on the living room floor to read oh, intensively." Like, she didn't face say, down, I'm assuming. yeah, assuming, but my, my head's too heavy.
1: My neck starts to hurt.
2: Definitely, yeah, I know, <laughs> man, I know. <laughs> I um, prop
1: it up. <laughs> need a, need a, something to put under my chin.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh man! So again, before uh, before we give our answers here, let's look at a couple more. We got. uh, Yeah, I don't uh, think
1: mine are going to be anywhere near as good as these, though.
2: These are great, man. Adam, our boy Adam, right here. Nice. Mine's boring, but my dining room table—it's right in front of our sliding (laughs) glass door, so I get some amazing natural light while reading. Plus, I can have my comics all stacked and ready for reading right there. Dude, lighting, I cannot stress, when you were reading comic books, wherever you read your comics, lighting is an absolute Mm. necessity, man. I can't stand reading in, like, if I don't have good lighting in the room, um, I'm like, my eyes start to hurt, and I don't know. So definitely lighting is a big, big thing. Grabs, we have a sofa in our guest room office that I read comics on. Generally, anywhere from three a.m. to six a.m. Holy moly! I, I couldn't wow. I'm like, dude, you wake up so early, grabs. Uh, it's across the house from the kids' room, so I'm not in fear of the tiniest amount of escape light waking them. Yes, fear of my children dictate where I read.
1: That that is very true.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, let's keep going here. Let's see, Hayner. He's in the chat. I think I read them on the floor in my living room, just like just like uh, L. On Saturdays and Sundays, I drink coffee while reading them. I think a good beverage is is a good is a good thing to have when you read comics as well. I think that's that makes it definitely better. Gotta
1: yeah, be careful though with those things. Yeah, I, I always make sure to put away because I'm not I'm clumsy, dude. I've, I've made that mistake.
2: Mm-mm. Don't put the yeah. Don't put the drink too close to the comic because you don't want to get the comic you know wet or you start getting tipsy. You throw over your 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 drink onto the onto the comic book, Jason right here this chair. That's com- that looks that looks comfy, man. He's got his laptop there. He's got the drawings, art on the side, and the just a comfortable, right there, yeah. comfortable chair, man. That that's what I'm talking about right there. Um, Adam says, "I love reading with natural lights." Man, let's see yeah. here, uh, burrito. You're right, kitchen table, but my daughter makes a mess of it, so it's only in the morning before she is up. Uh, let's see. I really. (laughs) All right. Let's keep going here. Let's keep going. Because I want to I want to see what you where you read your comics, David, here in a second. We just got a couple more comments. Uh, Dragon Ranger. I sit in the living room on the couch to read. If it's warm out, I sit on my back porch. I don't have a specific time. I read usually uh, after work at night on my days off. I read periodically through the day. Absolutely. And I like these ones with pictures. Uh, Mason was in here a little while ago. Comics and Crosses, another great YouTube channel. Um, this is my comic reading spots, although I work here too, so it kind of makes me want to curl up with my book somewhere else sometimes. So he works here, he makes videos here, and he also reads here. So that's that's a nice... It's nice to have a go-to spot, though. That's, that is yeah. that that is essential there. And then this is the last comment I have here, guys. This is, uh, this is Gina, suspended account magic sex. I, I'm not sure what the rest of her name is, but that's, uh, that's it right there. It says, that kid in the dryer is funny because that'd be perfect for me if I could fit. I've always loved nooks and cubby holes and close quarters to read in. As a kid, I would read in cardboard boxes, and tables, and on the bottom of a shelving unit. Now, it's a big chair. Yeah. Man, all these spots to read comic books, man. It's amazing to me. I mean, all of us that are in this hobby, it's it's a it's such a big uh, like only people that read comics know what the heck we're talking about if somebody was to just randomly you know stumble into our chat right now they'd be like what the hell are these guys what are they talking <laughs> are about doing, yeah. Is they talking, reading in cupboards and you know like what what are you guys talking about but only people that read comics understand what the heck all these people are talking about uh, those of us that are passionate about this we find, places to read comics or uh, we have go-to places to read comic our comic books so i'm gonna ask you david for you personally you know t- tell me a little bit about when you were younger if you can remember where you used to read comics and then where do you read comics now
1: uh well where i was when i was younger probably the place i read it most is where everybody said in the beginning yeah. uh but now uh I, i've gone i've, I've evolved and i I read in my man cave in the garage i've got that set up there uh got a little sofa out there kind of put my feet up got the lighting got my reading glasses there uh my cat wiggles will come up usually get on my legs and i'll just sit back there reading some comics
2: now do you ever find yourself in other places or is this like your go-to like you have this is like you gotta have you gotta have the glasses going you gotta have the right setting so you always you know venture into the man cave
1: at, at this point yes and that's typically to get away from all the other commotion going on in the house so that's usually Very nice. where i go now yep that's I the like quietest that. room for me nowhere else right. goes
2: i can appreciate that uh hayner says i make sure the coffee is arm length away
1: yeah gotta be che- over
2: there cheers Hainer. i agree just a <laughs> toast right there to Hainer. um all right here we go zach I have this nice spot in my little office. I put on a YouTube ambience video at the beach or in the mountains and read with good lighting. That is a good um, comment. It's funny. Um, <clears throat> a lot of comics these days, or there's some comics, not a lot, but uh, for instance, that Texas blood was a comic that was released and they put a QR code on the back of the comic and you could actually get a playlist that actually kind of matches the, the mood of the book and you can have this playlist playing in the background. It's just music uh, while you read your book. Um, Cullen Bunn has done this a few times also uh, with some of his horror comics, which that is the one time I remember actually doing this and and spending the time to find the playlist, letting it play. And it set a really nice atmosphere, Uh, Cold Spots. That was the book that that I read, Cold Spots by Cullen Bunn, had a really cool playlist and it just gives you that real horror uh, vibe going on in the background. Very nice. Um, but i don't really read uh i don't make it a habit i guess to read uh, with music although i think that's really cool and i wish maybe maybe i should be doing that more i think maybe it would put my mind at ease a little bit more but uh that is that's awesome um so for myself all right we've (laughs) talked about this david um i read everywhere i read everywhere i (laughs) you you, you give us so many
1: reasons not to ever read your comics (laughs)
2: <laughs> All right. First off. OK, so first off, some places that I've read comics. OK, before I get to my I'm going to give you my two favorite places to read comics. But before I, I do that, look, this this show is as a priority to me, guys. I love reading comics. I love giving you guys the best content possible, the best reviews possible. And that requires me reading a lot of comic books, and I have to find my my spots, my places to read comic books. I'm gonna give you a few examples. This happened to me a couple of weeks ago. Uh, there was, or you know, last week. It was last week because there was a ton of comic books, and I was like, "How the heck am I gonna read all of these books?" Right. So my first spot, guys, and I'm not. I don't want to get myself in trouble here, but um, I was at the bank, and uh, it was during the middle of the day. And there was a line at the bank, and I had just picked up my comic books, and they're sitting in the car with me. And I'm like, I have a ton of reading to do tonight. So I need to get a, an early jump start on this thing. Got my comic books there. Before I got to the line at the, the teller, uh, I had read two comic books. So two books down the hatchet, man. Uh, while I'm sitting in line, you know, got the natural light in the car, put it in park, and I'm reading comics right there in line at the bank, man. Um, the very same day I leave the bank and then I'm going down, I'm, I'm on my way home and there is a, um, there's, there's construction going on the highway. Everybody's it's one lane only. So you have to stop and you're waiting for one lane of traffic to go back to go by you. So I'm sti- I'm sitting there in traffic and I'm like, I put it in park and I look over at my comic books and I'm like, why not? You know, I grab I grab the comics. I read two more issues, David, while I'm waiting. That's how long it took, man. It's how long it took. So by the time I get, uh, I, I'm on my way, finally going home, I was like, you know what? I need to get some dinner because I'm going to be reading comics all night and I got to do my reviews, all this type type mm. of stuff. So I go to a drive-thru uh, place to get some food. And when I'm on, and I'm in line, the line is like wrapped around the building. And I'm like, shoot, man, it's a long line. I look over, my comic books are there, glowing. They're glowing, man. They got a light, like a radiant calling light. calling your
1: name, man. <laughs> calling,
2: calling me, you. man. And I think I read two more comics while I was sitting in the line. So by the time I got home, I had read six comic books all in the car, man. So that that that's just showing you, uh, you know, you can read comics anywhere. If you love comics, read <laughs> no, them wherever you want, man.
1: No, you can read comics anywhere, dude. <laughs> Other people are gonna get in an accident. <laughs>
2: oh you, man! So you know,
1: people are texting and driving. You're like this reading.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right? I got a book <laughs> and I'm just driving. Uh, but this is this God God's honest truth, man. And again, it has a lot to do with man. When I got a lot to read, I got to read, man. And uh, if I if I wait and do it all at home, I'm gonna. Have, you know, have a ton of stuff to do at night. So uh, I've done that. Um, I've read in parking lots. I've I've read (laughs) it. But my two favorite places to read comics, guys, this is it for me. My two favorite places to read comics because I I do. I've read in the car. I'll, I'll read before I come in the house. Sometimes I've read a book because I know once I come in, I got my kids here. They're gonna start grabbing on me and all that stuff. I, so I totally get all the comments that people have made about having kids and finding that quiet place. For me, my quiet place, guys, right here, man, <laughs> right here. And how co- Seriously, guys, don't don't lie, man. Like, how come nobody mentioned this at all? Oh, I mean, they
1: did in the beginning. But hey, uh, on that note, can I get my crisis back?
2: <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. I mean, is they, yeah. is that
1: them on the top? <laughs>
2: I just want to say thank. that's how I got how I was able to get that whole uh, infinity gauntlet uh, down the hatchet, man. Oh, man. Come I on, man. Oh, Alina Alina said earlier, she said I did earlier. LOL. Uh, oh, I've read comics on the toilet. LOL. OK, yeah, say at
1: the beginning, everybody was that like dude, everybody's done that. That's where you read, man.
2: I mean, let's all be honest, man, especially I uh, especially those with kids. Right. Alina was talking about how she's got the closet underneath the stairs this is my closet underneath the stairs because it is the one place I close the door and it's quiet. And I'm like, <laughs> whatever's going on outside of that, the outside of the restroom is, you know, is whatever. But I'm like, I, I can, I can get through one book sitting on the toilet and reading my one comic book. So I, I, I want to say I have rules and I'm very delicate about it. Um, and I, you know, <laughs>
1: Wait, hold on, man. You can knock out two at the bank, but only one at the pot? Oh, well, you know. <laughs> like, ew, you're, like I... a, you're like a speed pooper. <laughs> oh <laughs> you you must take a lot of fiber. Knock oh, that out. Totally. <laughs> I,
2: I do exactly what Adam does. I read all my Marvel on the toilet. It's more fitting, I feel like. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> While taking a big Kate's. <laughs> oh my gosh um but honestly yeah that's my place but my favorite place really is this chair that i'm sitting in uh it's super comfortable i can sit back i put put the lighting on in here and this is this is my favorite place to read comics when i can um and my wife is great man she she gives me she gives me time i i i I do read in the restroom (laughs) that's like my week reading uh like not my my wednesday night reading i do that in the restroom but on Wednesdays, my wife is so good about letting me come into the room here and having some time to just read and, and do all my notes and stuff like that. So, this is my favorite place. This this beautiful chair, uh, which a lot of people can relate to those those chairs that people have. So, let's see here. Uh, Thanos in communist Russia. The book on the toilet reads you. <laughs> oh my gosh! There you go. Adam nice so you never have to worry about running out of toilet paper exactly I read the uh, Hayner says I read the stand Marvel comics while using the bathroom years ago that's it that's it man see now now we're getting the honesty here we go see it just takes one person to just you know open it all up <laughs> But uh,
1: comic comic guy Steve comic reading comic, comic reading is like sex if there's any noise I get confused and forget what I'm doing <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, must have I missed think. that one, man. Oh, oh my god, gosh, man! This is great. But there, you guys have it, man. Just a nice, fun discussion this week. Places we read comics, favorite places we read comics, and maybe you guys got some ideas from other people. Uh, definitely want to try to read in a cave one day, like like our friend Robbie. That is that's amazing, man. So, all, all right, right, man. Boy what a what a fantastic show david I, i've had I've had, a, I've had a lot of fun today man just a lot of uh, yeah. a lot of great laughs uh, before we end this thing let's do our bottom of the stack guys these are comic books that we are looking forward to next new comic book day uh, next wednesday and uh, let me uh let's start off with um let me start off since i got these right here and uh, we're gonna start off here with spawn issue number nice. 317 Look at that cover. That's awesome. Um, 2 dollars guys. You cannot beat a 2 99 comic book. Spawn has been on fire lately. We're leading up uh, to the Spawn universe coming soon. So there you go, Spawn 317, Todd McFarlane. Next up, we have uh, Department of Truth, issue number eight. This is one of my favorite ongoing series uh, currently and this year, and this is, of course, James Tiny and the Fourth. Absolutely excited to see what's going on uh, in this next issue. And We got snatched. Issue number one. This is a uh, this is a book that I don't know a whole lot about yet, but it's a uh, it's uh, like so, a horror comic about with some hair. <laughs> like, uh, sounds, sounds weird. Yeah, it sounds very weird, very creepy. Um, so very excited about it, and uh, I can't wait to uh, can't wait to check that out. And uh, next up, Nuclear Family issue number three. A book that has really been growing on me. Um, loved issue number two. Was not so hot on the first issue, but then issue two really drew me in. So I cannot wait for that. Stephanie Phillips on that uh, aftershock book, Nuclear Family, and then boom, Berserker issue number two. I know it's, I know it's so hyped. This is an incredibly hyped series, but uh, I think personally, I think it's lived up. It, that issue number one lived up to the hype. I cannot wait uh, to read that issue number uh, number two. Of course, Keanu Reeves and Matt Kent, uh, Berserker issue two nice all right sir and we are moving on to you what do we got here for your bottom of the stack
1: all right well there there is a lot of uh good books coming out next week um so yeah there's some that didn't make the list for me cyberpunk uh cyberpunk spawn white widow coming out um lady death swimsuit issue gonna have to read that a couple times nice uh but which one do you have lined up for me
2: let's start off here all right. all right,
1: yeah, Cold Dead War Two, man, that was—I'm uh, really looking forward to that. I—I I talked about the first one last time, and uh, I'm looking forward to the continuation, the zombies, all that cool stuff. Love that uh, cover, coming man. out, yeah. Great so, uh, definitely getting that one. Uh, Helms—Helms Gray Castle has to do with the Aztec. Um, again, not sure, but because it's Aztec and all that good stuff, I'm—I'm I'm curious. Want to check it out? And, yeah, Cult of Dracula. Uh, that, I got the first one. It, it, it's, it's interesting. I'm curious to see how the second one goes. Uh, I dig the cover. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm curious where the story goes. Got some craziness going on in there. And then Robin. Uh, Robin, that dude, that's like Bloodsport. That's what it sounds like. He's like trying to be the ultimate fighter or the ultimate, I don't know. Then you got you the got first appearance of Flatline, first appearance of Respawn. So definitely getting
2: that one. Awesome. Oh, that was your uh, pick of the week.
1: Yeah. And I'm going to go buy another one of the Vietnam War number two.
2: (laughs) There you go. There you go. Very nice, sir. Very nice. That is your bottom of the stack, books you're looking forward to next week. Uh, Oscar did put his covers in here. First off, we have Miles Morales, number 25. Uh, This is the Del Auto variant. Uh, This is, of course, Oscar's all about the covers, man. So he picks out the covers he's looking forward to uh next up we have the department of truth number eight this is the lee evil dead homage cover that is wow. cool man very very cool. cool
1: where did he find me? that's awesome
2: that is awesome man all right next up we have once in future number 18 this is a one in 25 uh Ka- Ka- kalita incentive variant uh kalita incentive variant. so there you go uh once in future number 18 crossover number six this is a cover c Oh, that's cool, man. That is cool. Looks like a yeah, like old an old school, school. Uh, yeah. like a Bronze Age type of book there. And then uh, Oscar says also he is very much looking forward to reading Robin issue number one. Also, nice. And there you guys have. It. I, I'm I'm excited about uh, Robin number one. We've <laughs> kind of had some teases in the back of uh, the Batman books, and and I'm really really excited about that so there you guys have it man that is our bottom of the stack comic books that we are looking forward to next week and we're gonna have another amazing show next week i believe that oscar will be here with us next week so it's gonna be oh you know what yeah that's yeah. you and you and oscar <laughs> yeah. next week man so oh,
1: oscar and i oh we're thought, gonna get
2: in if you thought today was off the wall uh, get <laughs> yeah. ready for get ready for next week uh, Yeah, we, we might be, just do some drinking you might you might, you guys might get <laughs> crazy man so uh, and uh, Comic Book Steve says, God, I wish Department of Truth would fix its art. Well, you know, there has been yeah. some various artists on the last couple issues, man. So you might you might appreciate it, man. Um, Nuclear family. Uh, I'm so pumped for this. Adam Janice says, absolutely. Uh, Mr. Vic coming in with a comment. I read I read mine on the sofa with my feet up, chilling. And yeah, on the throne. Absolutely, man. Talking about places we read comics. Uh, Steve Hayner Hayner says evil dead 1981 homage cover. Yeah, a lot of, uh, a lot of great comic books. Where's that department of truth cover from, you know, what I'm not for sure, but go look, uh, you just look up Lee evil dead homage cover department of truth number eight and go check that out, man, man, David, great, great time, man. That was issue 71 (laughs) lost in comics guys. Uh, make sure right now, if you didn't already and you're sitting in the chat, do us a favor hit the thumbs up button guys that really helps us a lot we hit the 1k subscriber mark last saturday night late in the evening and we have uh we did a we did a couple of uh, short videos this week one of them was a review on the super Suns. it had like 950 views very cool mm-hmm. man it's a one minute review i um, trying to get that video up to a thousand views very nice um but in with with that said, we got about an a, almost an additional twenty subscribers uh, just this week alone. So it's it's nice to see more people joining the Lost in Comics family. Guys, make sure you continue to tell your whole family, your grandma, your mom, your dad, your uncles, your brothers, sisters, cousins. Let them know about Lost in Comics. Tell them what we do around here. We literally get lost in comic books and talking about
0: yeah.
2: toilets where we where we read our <laughs> comics. Uh, talking about. Uh, <clears throat> football games and pong uh on the atari <laughs> but uh, su- such a great time man the chat was absolutely phenomenal tonight you guys are amazing yeah. guys uh, you guys really do bring just a- such a great aspect to this show like a whole
1: nother show man it's
2: a whole nother <laughs> show i love yeah. what i love what they do in there uh so entertaining as we're talking nonsense over here and talking about comics guys <laughs> but uh don't want to say bye but we got to say bye we got to hit that we're, hey we're gonna break two hours david how about that man
1: Oh, nice. Right on.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Once again. Oh, man. So again, guys, we appreciate you. David, any parting words?
1: Uh, No, man. had a great time. Again, you guys in the chat are awesome. I totally enjoy just uh, being on both sides of the screen on this, watching or reading and trying to keep up with you guys. It's awesome. So thanks. Thanks for joining us once again and uh, see you guys next week, man.
2: Zach, Zach says, glad I could be here. Love tonight. Zach, man, thanks for coming in. It was a great time. Loved having you in the chat. Same to Thanos. He says, thanks for having me and my filthy humor. We we love it around here, man. Everybody's family. We have a great time. So make sure you come back next Thursday. And uh, all you regulars, Adam, Steve, uh, Tara was not here tonight. So unfortunately, I don't know where she is. But everybody, Hayner, all of you guys, man. Uh, Grabs, everybody. Alina, yeah. everybody. Loved you guys, man. We'll see you guys. We'll see you guys next time on issue 72 of Lost in Comics. Have a great weekend and hashtag stay lost in comics, my friends. Peace, y'all.